after everything I've bared witness to and read and listened to the last couple of fucking um, hours, right, from Clownfish TV, Yellow Flash, right, I'm so fucking angry. So, welcome to All Things Suck. And uh, in case anyone was wondering, that is the the sounds and the emotions of Mr. Josh Varney. Oh, I'm so fucking angry. I'm so mad and I can't wait to get into this. Oh, this is what I was thinking. I thought, you know, let's just let's just lay it out on the table. Let's just let's just throw the shit as it needs to land. And Joe, you know what? I don't even really need to say it. Um just uh just just um, what 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 topic do you want to start off with then? Oh no no! The topic of the se- the topic of this entire fucking podcast is going to be masses of the universe. Yes, um, as we know, at the time we're recording, it has just been with us for about what twelve hours. So a couple of hours yet. Um, so we had five episodes of Masters of the Universe, and I will be honest, I've not had a chance to watch it yet. But um, yes, the the. Um, the the, the 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 feeling that I'm getting from you, Josh, is uh, strong. I think is the best way to put it. Oh, I'm I've you know after everything that I've read, everything after I've heard um, coming out of certain so-called reviewers or fans, or I make it finger quotations. You can actually see them, so it's very Doctor Evil right now. Um, everything that I've read, listened to from these. And I'm not going to be polite about this because I really am not. These fucking clowns over the last couple of weeks and months pertaining to Kevin Smith and Mass of the Universe revelations. And I've heard her saying, oh, we were right. We told you he's going to get this woke. It's going to be the Teela show. Fuck all of you. Because you said, oh, he said this. Oh, he meant this. No. No. What you perceive is your problem what you think is your problem what the man said what he wrote and what he advertised is all true everything as long as you read it the way it's meant to be not how you perceive it not how you take it and not what you believe because so far Everything he said in any of his tweets or in his live uh, interviews, whatever, is true. 100% true. He said that He-Man is in the show. He is in every single fucking episode. Oh, it's the Teela show. No, it's Masters of the Universe Revelations. Teela is in the show. Is she the main protagonist? No, she's just the leader of the raid party. Now, for all you wonderful geeks, gamers, and fucking borders and anything else you want to call yourself you know what a raid party is don't you john joe oh yes you know what a raid party is you know what a dungeon and you know what dungeons and dragons is correct yeah i do right so teela is the leader of the raid party they've been given a quest to go and get the two halves of the sword of power that's been split into because of a cataclysmic event from um skeletal and he-man's final fight which was epic in the first episode. 
by the way, everybody, fuck all of you. <laughs> That's it, you know. If you were wondering, start from episode two, because episode one has now been revealed. Yeah, so fuck all of you. Spoilers. Now, as we're getting to it, Teela is the leader of the raid party that's been given a quest by the sorceress of Grayskull and Evelyn. Now, from everything else, if you've played World of Warcraft, if you've played Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeon Master in this entire series is the sorceress of Grayskull. She's told the raid party, you've got to do this. It is not Teela primarily that's got to go and do this. She's got a raid party, which means she has a group, a gang, a, you know, a plethora of different people to help on this quest. Now, something else that's been said by um, the wonderful Twitter uh, fuckers, uh, Clownfish TV, who I will fucking say this, you really need to stop the man-hate on fucking Kevin Smith. Really, because it's getting boring now. It is getting really, oh, we were right. No, you weren't. You found a narrative and you fucking ran with it like a cheater at supper time. They've gone on about um, how, where is it now? Because it's at the top here. And it's just, it's just, it's so boring. How they're saying that um, the heroic male characters are weakened, sidelined. Really? Because Man at Arms was definitely not fucking weakened at all. He was a beast and he still continues to be the man at arms he, you've watched it right i have not seen the new five episodes yet yes smack from me I, i've been working you know i so have I, i've been working on this bitch <laughs> anyway I'll for, i forgive you i'll forgive you it is on um, my watch list for the weekend Right, but I'm telling you now, right? They say that the the male, the heroic male characters have been weakened and sidelined. Bull fucking shit. Man at Arms is still Man at Arms. He's a beast and he's loaded to the nines with fucking weaponry. And he's given the task to protect the sorceress of Grayskull. You wouldn't give that to a weakened character. You wouldn't sideline him. He's given a fucking important mission to protect the sorceress of Grayskull. Teela's mother. So... That's not weakened. That's not sidelined. You'd send your best tank. Like I said, this is a raid party. You send your best tank to protect that which is most important. So the sorceress of Grayskull. Now, we're going to go into some heavy duty stuff for your people. So grab your hanky, grab your blanket, because here we go. We're getting into it. Adam, He-Man, is killed not once. So, they say sideline or killed. Right. We are only five episodes in. We don't know what's going to happen in the next five episodes. We've already seen Adam that was killed has come back once. Ooh. What's left? Orko. I fucking love Orko. I have since um, the original Master of the Universe, uh, He-Man. Let's point that fact out first. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. This is Masters of the Universe Revelations. So we're taking a different, we're taking a different quest, different, different raid party, different sideline. So um, where was I? Orko is brilliant in this. Absolutely brilliant. And everything I expected out of Orko. Um, I won't 
let on what happens to him, but it is great, and I have a sneaking suspicion he'll be back. Right? Yep. Now, um, Mark Hamill, Skeletal, fantastic. He was written so well in this series, and Mark Hamill did an absolutely fantastic job in doing it. Um, through everything that's come out uh, on Twitter from these wonderful people, everybody's going, oh, Teela's gone He-Woke, or She-Man, and her and Adriel, um, um can't remember her name off the top of my head now because I'm still so fucking angry, Andra, apparently they're together in the series, and it's heavily implied. No, it's not. Not even fucking once. There's more of an implication that um, Teela's got a thing for Adam. And Adam has a thing for Teela. Through the entire five episodes. Because even Evil Lynn said, even Lynn says something to uh, Teela to make you think, oh, she's still, you know, she's got a crush on Adam. But no, everybody's going, oh no, it's be it's between her and her. No, it's not. Stop looking for things that aren't there. And this is my entire point of lemmings who follow these people at 17,000 on their Twitter. How the fuck that happened? These lemmings have followed this narrative and gone down the rabbit hole and thought, oh, yeah, they must be true because they had outside sources. Really? Shit. I've had outside sources telling me for months about different things and it's all come fucking wrong. Why? Because you believe a narrative. That's not true, or you've not got the full story. And, and everybody I've spoken to about this has gone, oh, yeah, but it's said in the uh, biopsy about, you know, uh, he masters the universe. I went, right. Everything in that quick little storyline to introduce you to master the universe is true. In a sense, in a way, it's only a little bit of what you see. And yes... I will say that the first trailer we've got with uh, Bonnie Tyler's holding up for a hero is complete episode one. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say, I reckon from what you've just told me, that's got to be pretty much like, you know, just the first episode. And they just go, yeah, um, we can pad the two minute trailer from a 25 minute episode, can't we? Yeah, and it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. But I will say this now in defense of Kevin Smith, because I would always do it in defense of Kevin Smith, because the man is... I don't know why, but he's universally hated because he's so Hollywood. So what? Yeah. How else are you going to get a fucking job? In Kevin we trust. Yeah, in Kevin we trust. And everybody's going, oh, he's lied, he's lied. He's not. He's told you enough because he can't tell you anything else because it will spoil what they have and planned. Let's be honest, this guy fucking talks for a living so for him to say that he can't say something you know that is literally killing him inside oh of course absolutely i mean we me and you know for starters we've sat in the man's presence we've listened to it's literally opening a fuck you know it's like uh, listening to michael penner in ant-man once you put the coin in the jukebox you've got to let the song play <laughs> yeah and that's that, exactly and, what kevin smith uh, is and the only reason that we uh, got ejected from the cinema was because they went oh we've got another screen in 15 minutes we've got to get the other people in oh okay, right yeah we'll go then um Thank Otherwise, you. the man could have just gone on for a couple more fucking hours, and I would have happily sat there and just going, yeah, go, 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 go. But I'm just, I'm so angry at the moment that this man has been 
pulled through the hedge backwards for no reason other than, oh, he lied. He didn't. You just assume he's lied because you've been told he lied. Oh, he used weed and the fact that his old man brain because he got confused over dates. So what? I forget. It's my birthday fucking next week unless I'm told. And I'm 38 this year. I forget dates like anything. Why? Because the man is so overwhelmed with work. He's got work coming out. He's dealing with Clerks 3 that's in pre-production right now. Oh, he's yes. just finished Master, He's just finished Master of the Universe. He's dealing with everything else that comes with his company and the running of the company. Of course, anyone is going to forget dates for anything. I mean, it's just, you're human. You make mistakes. But no, if Kevin Smith makes a mistake, crucify the fucker. Stick him on that cross, nail him, you know, because that's what you do. Um, you know, stick him on that cross and let him hang there. No, I'm sorry. I don't care anymore. The man is a, you know, he is a man. He will make mistakes. We all fucking do. There's no reason to go on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube and just completely destroy this man for no reason than like and subscribe. Fuck all of you for doing that because that's exactly what you've done. You've gone, we're going to rip this man in two. Like, subscribe. Any Motu fan, I'm a Motu fan. I sat there. And I watched all five episodes back to back and I sat there going, can't wait for the next five because I guarantee you this shit's about to go sideways and I can't wait for it to happen. Tony Todd was the voice of Scareglow. Brilliant casting. My only gripe, my only gripe. Do I dare guess your only gripe? Would it Chris be? Wood? Yes. Mr. Chris, Chris. Mr. He-Man himself. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Fucking Mr. Mister Mister Benoist. Yeah, Mr. Benoist. Mr. Benoist. Mr. Supergirl. Yes, Mr. Supergirl, because there's no way he's fucking He-Man. He was a bad <laughs> choice in voice casting for Adam and I, He-Man. Do you remember I said to you before who I would have liked to have had as He-Man? And I, I, I still stick by it. Kevin Conroy, I think. Not for Adam, obviously. But, no, um, Kevin, th- Kevin, Con- Kevin Conroy is the voice of Merman. I know, but do you know what? And he's great. If he if he was the voice of He Man, I think that would have been fantastic. Just see, my choice was Sam Worthington. Yes, Mister Maul himself, because yeah. Sam Worthington. Um, no, it's wrong. Sam Whitwer, you're thinking of Sam Whitwer. Sorry, yeah. I don't know why. I say Sam Worthington is the um, you know. Was the the Terminator who didn't know Terminator. he was a Terminator in right. Sam Terminator Four? What I see, this is what I'm so angry. I might, names just gone. I'm mixing up my Sams. I don't know I my am. Sams anymore. Sa- Sam Witwer yeah. would have been brilliant for Adam and He Man. If anybody out there right now who's listening who doesn't know Sam Witwer, um, he was Starkiller in the Unleashed Star Wars games, and he's Darth Maul, the voice of Darth Maul in. Um, it's Rebels, isn't it? I, I, I can't remember. He was in Rebels, and he also voiced him. I believe he did also voice him in Clone Wars. Clone Wars, thank you. Yes. Um, now, if and you he also think... fo- sorry, and he also voiced the Emperor in the first season of Rebels. Oh, see, you know more about it than I do. I, I, I do follow be... Sam Witwer a bit, um, but you know, he's um, he's no Sam Worthington, though. Let's just let's just say that. Um... 
well, yeah, after t- two minutes of salvation, I think everybody is going to go, who the <laughs> fuck is Sam Worthington? But we'll leave it at that. Yeah, go back to 2009 when Sam Worthington was actually, you know, he was actually, because he was everywhere. You know, he was in Terminator. He was in Avatar. He was, well, um, oh, what was it as well? Um, Clash of the Titans as well. Yeah, well, when you're, when you're um, penned to be the next Jean-Claude Van Damme, that's when your career fucking tanks. Yeah, it's because he couldn't do the splits. Yeah, his, 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 his entire um, career kind of tanked after that. Um, but yeah, anybody who knows the range of Sam Witwer, um, especially his, his voice talents, he could have done very meek and mild Adam and then had the power behind him for He-Man because I'm sorry... By the power of Grayskull, oh my god, any man with an erection went limp just now, just because you opened your mouth. And the, you know, as I said to you before, when in the original cartoon series, when Adam goes by the power of Grayskull, it's not like a, I, I need help. It's a call to arms. It's basically a battle cry. I, you know, you know, by the power of Grayskull. Why is it I'm having post- such a horrible mental image now? Of him and Melissa Benoist. He says, I have the power. She goes, no, you don't. Um, no, you don't. What a weird <laughs> sex life. Like. Yeah, can you imagine? I have the power. I she's have there, the power. Her nails going, uh, you, no, you, you don't. You fish yourself off. I'm going to go and grab a coffee. Yeah, basically there. She's like, uh, yeah, it's like fucking kryptonite right about now. Um, it's just, I, I, I felt nothing for... Not the character. Not the, you know, the, the, the character of Adam and He-Man. I didn't, you know, it's not that... There was no passion behind his voice acting. There was nothing, you know, you know, like, come on, Adam, for fuck's sake. You know, you're supposed to be meek and mild. But at least in the originals and even the 2000 uh, series of um, He-Man and the Master of the Universe, it was a call to arms. It was supposed to be a, you know, a power inducing call. In this, it's um, by the power. Can I ask it, please? Grayskull, you know, that. It was like, you're not meant to be asking for permission, for fuck's sake. Saying about his acting style, do you know who that does remind me of? Sam Worthington. Oh, God. <laughs> do you know what? Even fucking Michael, uh, not Michael Penn, um, Michael Sarah could have fucking done a better job than this. And he would have gone, ow, 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 by the power of Grayskull, ow, you know, that. And he'd be just fucking, I'll give it to Gilbert Godfrey. I mean, it would have been funnier, but by this. By the power of Grayskull. <laughs> Oh my god, this is great! Oh, that muscle! It would have been funny, but it was just, Chris, dude, you're meant to have some fucking energy behind it. Not actually, like, you know, you need to ask your wife if you can call the power of Great Skull first because she's obviously wearing the fucking trousers in this animation. Well, well she has since yeah. the last series of Supergirl as well. Oh, I, don't, I don't even watch Supergirl because it just got bad. Um, <laughs> Joe, I've got to admit this um, before we carry on with the He-Man stuff. Um, I used to really love the CW DC stuff, so the whole Arrowverse was my go-to, yep. and that was like you know five or six hours a week of TV that I just could not miss. After the Crisis on Infinite Earths, because I got through that five-parter, um, I have not watched a single episode of any. DC CW show since then. Um, I just I just cannot bring myself now to go back to any of it. And I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen clips and trailers because obviously it still comes up on Facebook. You know, I mean the whole thing with the Flash episode where they all seem to have had lightsabers. That was um, right. That was interesting. I understand that Whoa. bit. I understand Whoa. that bit. But, Whoa. But but obviously when you just see a still of it and you're like, hmm, okay, this is a. Uh, this is very See, different. Um, 
I've had this conversation already with somebody on Twitter, and it's been quite fun. It's like, oh my god, the Flash has got lightsabers. I know Speed it's not Force... lightsabers. No, no, no. Speed Force weapons have been a thing for a while. Yes. Comics, ki- comics kids, read them. Kevin Smith, once again, one of the man. The man has been saying for years, Kevin Smith, hey kids, comics. Why? Because Wally West in Nirvana Flash made himself an entire set of armor from the Speed Force. Speed Force weapons are a thing for fuck's sake. In the comics, Jay uses his helmet like a fucking frisbee all the time. <laughs> Speed Force weapons, comics kids, read them. Yes. Don't just go, oh my god, they're stealing things from Star Wars. No! They're not! <laughs> <laughs> and when we talk about the whole thing with, um, with man-hate, because that's quite weird to come from Kevin Smith when you think... Of you know, he's a man. Let's let's be honest. Um, and he's quite an emotional man. We do agree on that. But he's yeah. still a man. Um, um and uh, my voice started going as I said, he's still a man. Um, no, um, a man. but but man hate has definitely been a um a very uh, twenty twenty one thing so far. Um, especially this is a guy. This is a guy who talks more about his own cock and includes it in his films than anyone else. I mean, for Christ's sake, one of Jay's words in Silent in uh, Strike Back is "Yo, baby, have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat." If you're telling me there's not woke anything woke in Master of the Universe Revelations, you don't understand. You don't know who Kevin Smith is. Literally, you don't know who this man is. He pretended to jerk off in the presence of two of the right two the writers of Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, and basically stood there pretending to jack off, going, oh, it's wonderful movie magic. I'm sorry, but if you think Master of the Universe is woke, you have a problem with listening to other people who are telling you it's woke. For Christ's sake, for Odin's sake, because I'm Norse pagan, make up your own minds make up your own opinions by watching something first and then going back to these idiots who have been oh i'm making a review and uh, waiting for the apology to clownfish tv uh, to apology that will never come no it won't come because they've led you like lemmings and now you think they deserve an apology because they've told you they deserve an apology. And this is the problem with today's online media. These people run around and tell you this is the narrative. This is how you should say it. Oh, we've got somebody who's seen the script. For fuck's sake, Kevin has been putting the scripts out with Mark Bernard for the last couple of months showing you the scripts. Netflix put it up on their site telling you what the show was about. At um, PowerCon, they showed you what the show was going to be like. There is nothing in that rhetoric that will tell you anything different. He didn't lie. Do you know why? Because if he did lie, he wouldn't be back. Hmm. They would have sacked him. And everybody said, oh, there was a rumor going, he'd been fired. No. Once again, this is a rumor made up by somebody who wanted the like and wanted the subscribe. Yes. That is all it boils down to is the like and subscribe. Because that's all you'll ever hear from these fuckers is as soon as you start the uh, the video on YouTube is, oh, make sure you go down, like, and subscribe. We're at 17,000. This is all an ad campaign to boost their views, to boost their following. That is it. And they'll, they'll sell you a narrative that you want to believe. 
until you see the show. And then you'll go, oh, but what they said is true. Is it? Is Tila the lead character in the show? Yes. No, she's not. She's got her story. Yes. Eva Lynn and Orko had their story. Roboto and Andra had their story. Man at Arms has his story. He-Man, Adam mm. has his story. Skeletor has his story. The Sorceress has her story. This is Teela's quest. Yes, I will give you that. It's a raid party. It's a team. But this is Eternia's story. You even understand from the get-go what this TV series is about because Kevin has taken the lines from the Masters of the Universe movie by Golan Globus. In the opening credits, it says, at the center of the universe, at the border between the light and the dark, stands Castle Grayskull. That is all you need to know. This is Eternia's story. This is not the Teela show. It's Masters of the Universe revelations. It is not He-Man. <laughs> And the masters yeah um this is something i think that should be pointed out because as with any show and you know it doesn't matter what it is you are going to get the group of them let's just call them wankers that like to think that they can do a little thing called review bombing especially with rotten tomatoes so i thought i go through the professional reviews and then the butthurt fans or so-called fans and right, i'll, I'll use Oh. Before you start, leave out Den of Geek and leave out We Got This Covered because, let's face it, they're shit. Oh, no, right they now. don't They don't count. Right, I'm going to read out a review. You tell me if this is a proper review or if this is a fan. Uh, I, I'm using the air quotes. A fan review. A show that feels both lovingly consistent with the sauce and fresh and... Ah, with the sauce and fresh at the same time. Jesus, that's terrible English. Now, is that a uh, professional one or is that a fan one? That sounds like an official one. That is an official one. That is by Brian Tallarico from RogerEbert.com. Ah. I, um, yeah. Okay, here's your next one. The marketing for this series was very misleading. I've seen Kevin Smith talk about He-Man numerous fan. clips on YouTube. But Bullshit in, fan. Yeah, but in all of them, he totally forgot to mention this wasn't going to be a series about him at all. I feel lured in with false expectations. All of the marketing surrounding the IP totally wanted you to know this is a He-Man series, but it isn't. That makes it a disappointment to me, even though animation and voice cast are great. Yes, that is a fan right. one. By someone, right. by someone called Will Fried, not Wilfred, Will Fried H. Right, guaranteed, right, this fucker has not even seen the series because anything he said in that was so contradictory to what you actually see in the fucking series. Mm. Go on. Uh, um, I like this one. So, if this weekend you find yourself a grown-ass adult grinning like an idiot as Prince Adam holds aloft his magic sword, well, you're not alone. Oh, that sounds like a fan. That sounds like a Motu fan. No, that is from Flix.com. Um, the reviewer, Travis Johnson. Flex, you've just got a fucking new follower. <laughs> Travis, I'm following you, brother. Mm. All right. Uh, let's, let's, let's do a couple more. Because, you, you know, I like reading some of the um, Rotten Tomato ones because they, they can provide some entertainment. All right, here we go. I'm really shocked by the negative reviews for this one from the audience. Going with the critics on this one, I love the old school He-Man and think this was a fun and inventive direction to go in. 
Animation is fantastic and the story is great. I think a lot of the reviews were really unfair. Sometimes I think fans get in their own way when a show or movie is rebooted. Sounds like a fan. That is a fan one. That is by a Mr. Edward B. From um, six minutes ago. Funny enough. <laughs> Eddie, you're a man. <laughs> and right, okay, let's go with one last one. I Leave quite... Polygon alone because they're full of shit. No, no, not not going Polygon. Jesus, no. Come on, come on. What what do you take me for? You know, I did just see the Polygon one, and do you know what? They actually were seem to be quite nice to them actually. No, and uh, yeah, I've just skipped. We got this covered. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's. Uh... Oh no, no, not doing that one. Um, I just saw one of them for AV Club. And I was like, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Masters of the Universe has a great cast of characters. And we finally see them all shine in the new Netflix series. Prepare for Man at Arms to steal the show. And that is from... That sounds like E.G. Moreno, Flickering Myth. That is E.G. Moreno, Flickering Myth. He's a man, he's a dude. He knows exactly what he's on about. He's an absolute dude. I love the man. I love his reviews. His reviews are kick-ass. That was yeah. That was so spot on as well. <laughs> I'm sorry, but man. Everybody says, "Oh, the you know." Like I said, you can, you've already told you right that Clownfish TV have no fucking clue what they're on about when they say that the male characters have been uh, weakened and sidelined. There is a man, right? E.G. Moreno, right? He's a fucking good journalist and he's a fucking good reviewer. Man at arms steals the show man at arms the old man who is kitted to the nine with weaponry and armor steals the show i'm sorry but can you start to understand why clownfish tv do what they do because they want the like and this and i can continue to say it this is all they care about they don't care about your support they don't care about you they don't care about the show they care about the like and subscribe why do they not care about the show because they've got no interest in the show they've got no they, they haven't put any money into the show they haven't done any work for the show they're getting that they're, they're paying a netflix subscription yes. to watch it oh you want your fucking 7.99 i'll give you your 7.99 yeah you can take it from my fucking cold dead hands and pry it from it i'm sorry I have an investment in Kevin Smith because I'm a Kevin Smith fan. And yes, I'll support the dude no matter what. If he fucks up, he fucks up. I mean, just look at Tusk. And yet, I'm still a Kevin Smith fan. <laughs> okay. I think... I think we... Um, I thought what you brought up earlier was quite good and it did remind me of a topic that I really wanted to go into. And it was to do with man-hate, really. Um, in particular... <sighs> In particular, two weeks ago, the return of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to your local Cineplex, and that was Black Widow. Oh, I got problems with that film. I know a lot of people were very um, divided, I think is a good term to go with it, because in general, if you look at it as, as what it is, it is an MCU film, it's a very middle ground film. You know, there's nothing about it that stands out as like, you know, this is like a best of all time, but there's nothing about it that screams for the dark world. So, you know, we that's 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 all we can ask for really on an MCU film nowadays. Mm. But obviously there is a there is a, a very big thing about um and it, it summed it up when all I could hear in my head 
was Run the World Girls by Beyonce. When it was like, um, you know, it's a very, it is a very woman heavy feature. And, you know, to its credit, it's about Black Widow. It's supposed to be very woman heavy, really. Well, it's supposed to be about Black Widow. Um, let's let's be honest, you know, it is a lot, and like this has happened not just in this film, but in a lot of MCU projects. It's about the next stage. It's about the next in line. So, who do we have on the spotlight? We have Yelena, who is gonna pretty much become the next Black Widow. It's as that is set in stone. And uh, spoiler alert: if you've not seen this film yet, because you know you have got it on Disney Plus, if you fancy paying the nineteen pound ninety nine or the twenty nine dollars ninety nine cents to hey. watch it, or just go to your cinema, watch it for a five room view. Um, I, 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 I have to say, I'm. I watched it for a second time yesterday, and I. I kind of appreciate it a bit more on the second viewing, but there was points that I had to say to myself, there is some very weird choices in this movie, and it's not even just about the man-hate, which we will bring up as we go along. Um, And one of the big problems I have is with one of my favourite actors of all time, probably one of the nicest people I've actually ever met in my life, and that is Mr. Ray Winstone. The um, man does not know how to hold on to an accent at all. Apart from his own. Apart from his own, because Which he's a, came up every now and again. Before we go into it, Ray Winston is a fantastic actor, and he's a British institution. But he really needs to stop taking gigs where he's got to put on an accent, <laughs> because he lost it like seven times during the film. And he only had 20 lines. Yeah. <laughs> But you are right. I mean, the man hates um, the man. Uh, everything else yeah. um, in that movie is it, it's bad. It's really, really <laughs> bad. Um, I, I remember sitting watching it because I got a screener um, <laughs> thinking because, you know, I'm popular. Yeah, I got um, a screener. Yeah, I got a screener because I'm popular. I don't know why, but I'm popular. It's because um, it's because you probably just upset someone one day. Like, yeah, we'll do whatever you want. Um, send me the yeah, fucking I, I, films. I honestly don't know what it is. I mean, fuck, you know, geeky jerseys. I mean, I, I was on their live. I was like, fuck, I'm an asshole. I, you know, I, I, mean, I, I go around as the king of geeks. Yeah, okay, that's my title. That's who I am. I am the king of geeks. But don't invite me for shit because, you know, I'm, I'm nothing special at all. I'm just a guy that I'm just a massive twat who just knows what he's talking about. Obviously. And you may say, are you... you you don't know anything. I know a lot more than you fucking fail to think. But obviously you are not a massive twat because, you know, for some reason, uh, you know, the, the, some of the most popular messages, some of like the, um, the the nicest messages I get, surprisingly, are your um, comments about you, which is uh, which is quite interesting. When um, when I say, you know, he, he moans about things, they go, yeah, but he knows shit. You know, he's basically a grown-up version of Tyrion Lannister. He drinks and he knows things. Well, he smokes and he knows things. Close enough. I'm fucking smoking at the moment. Trust me. I needed, I, I needed something after fucking today because, uh, I, 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 as, I, as I said to you on like the Texas, I'm so angry today. It's like I, I wanted. I know I sat down with Master of the Universe and I think, Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm nine years old again. I'm sitting in my mum's house. It's a Saturday morning, and you know, he's back on the screen. You know, my son was, you know, excited because it's He-Man. And he had, my, my own son, right, 
had no problem with the series. My daughter had no problem with the series because we enjoyed it as a family, men and women enjoying something together that wasn't overly woman or wasn't overly man. It was raid party. Fuck mm. all of you. But Black Widow, I'm sorry, <laughs> but when you have a film with Scarlett Johansson and she's, you know, whatever she wants to say now about how she was sexualized during um, Iron Man 2 and, you know, Civil War, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sorry, but if you go through Black Widow's history, especially of who she is through um, the Red Room, Red Sparrows, whatever you want to call them, she has to be very seductive because that's her role. You know, she was always extremely seductive in um, the comic book series. Even in uh, Daredevil, Guardian Devil, she's incredibly seductive. She's incredibly sexy. She's incredibly beautiful. Now, in this film, it's not a Black Widow film. It's a let's introduce you to the new Black Widow film. And you have probably two of my, you know, favorite not villains but they well one of them is a villain the other one is just a dude and i can i can honestly fondly say red guardian is a dude but he was <laughs> he was nerfed the fuck in this this is a guy right in the comic books who went toe to toe with captain america he even mentions it in the film yes and he's bullied he's degraded he's downplayed by his own fucking family at some point. And, you know, Fairly. one of the best... Well, every single time I'm going to punch you in the face. So I just kept thinking your... he was like the Russian Vin Diesel. Family. Family, yeah, family. <laughs> and one of the best fight scenes between him and Taskmaster and the fucking camera cuts away. What is this director, editor fucking doing? And again... Taskmaster, a villain, right? For anybody who doesn't know this, a villain who can mimic, copy, whatever you want to pronounce it, anyone's abilities and fighting styles is a fantastic villain. Mm. And you threw him, him, into a her and then under the fucking bus. But... If the rumors are true from what I've been hearing down the pipeline, this is not um, anything that's uh, concrete. This isn't Clownfish TV you're talking to. And um, it's not Eric Voss. It's not Eric Voss. This is not uh, <laughs> anybody who's listening right now. This is not uh, concrete. This is not you know set in stone. But this is the rumor that's been trickling down from uh, Marvel and Disney for the last couple of weeks. This Taskmaster you've seen is not the taskmaster we know. Yes. This is the prototype. This is the um, version one, as Matt Hardy would say. Um, this is the, 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 the trial before we know the real taskmaster. Oh, and God, I it's hope, not a Mandarin situation, is it? I, I hope... Uh, do you know what? I honestly hope it was, because Trevor Slattery is still one of the fucking best bait-and-switches <laughs> I've ever seen in a film and just for anybody to know it was listening because i know probably neon and geeky sparkles is going to fucking listen to this because fuck them <laughs> this is what that is uh, trevor slattery paying attention now listening every good yes let me have a sip of wine now and you know 
Let's let's Tyrion Lannister this shit for you because you fucking don't know what a bait and switch is. <laughs> Trevor Slattery is what you call a bait and switch. A bait and switch is basically this is something we're going to tell you what it is, but then you're going to learn it's actually not because it is misdirection. Magicians often use it to you know do magic. You know it's called misdirection, bait and switch. Trevor Slattery is the perfect bait and switch, right? And it was done, even though I can't fucking stand James Mangold. It was done brilliantly. Hmm. It was done brilliantly. Now, this Taskmaster, I think and I hope, as the um, rumors have stated, that this is the prototype. This is the version one Taskmaster, because... What he was on the screen, she was, excuse me for anybody who's going to go, your masculinity is behind this, fuck you. Um, it, it, the character was great. You know, the uh, Hawkeye, um, Captain America, Black Panther, even Black Widow. Bit of Spider-Man. The mimic- yeah, Spider-Man. The mimicking was great. Mm. It was done flawlessly. I've, I've got to say, the first bit, when you have Taskmaster going up against Black Widow early in the film... Just that bit when they're side by side, almost in like you know, in the same pose and like the same slow movement, getting back up. That I thought, Joe, you know I know obviously this has probably been rehearsed like twenty times over, but it was like that looks so good on the screen because you know as much as you can have these massive CGI villains, you can have these powerful entities, you can have your Dormammus to have someone who is literally able to be on spot, on absolute fine check with their opponent, can actually anticipate their moves, can mimic their moves, can deflect and stop whatever is coming towards them. That is a very dangerous villain. And, you know, I've got to be honest, when they first announced Taskmaster, I honestly thought two things about this. One, it will not be the Tony Masters version. And two, I honestly thought, because it's going to be all involved with the with the Red Room, I just thought straight away, yeah, it's going to be a female Taskmaster. Um, bit of misdirection here and there, but it I think it was obvious it was always going to be a woman. Not not that it was going to be the character that it was, but, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's weird. It's complicated, you know. I've, sorry, I've just had a message, and it's probably one of the nicest fucking messages I've ever had um, of my opinions on Master of the Universe on <laughs> Facebook, and it's just the nicest fucking thing I've ever had. Well, come on, share it. Let's see. No, because, no, it's just, um, you know, my, my opinions on Master of the Universe is spot on. Um, so happy that somebody can actually uh, wave the flag of positivity about this because there's too much uh, hate going on around this. People just don't listen. People just want to follow the herd, and it's such. It's the nicest thing I've, I've you know, I, I've had, honestly. And I, I am. For anybody listening, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not in this for recognition. I'm not in this for look at me, senpai. I'm look. I'm in this because uh, of all things, I'm a fan. And, you know, my God, this is going to make me, you know, I'm going to do a Kevin Smith in a minute and start blubbering. Um, I call myself the King of Geeks because my kids call me the King of Geeks. Mm. That's the that's the entire reason why I took the name the King of Geeks is because my son and my daughter call me the King of Geeks and it's stuck. So for anything I use now, 
um, online uh, podcast, whatever. It's Josh King of Geeks, or Josh the King of Geeks, because my kids call me the King of Geeks, and it's stuck. And I know it kind of elevates me a little bit because to call yourself the king of anything means you've got to have a bit of a bit of a fucking ego. And I do have a bit of an ego because I am the fucking king of geeks. Now, Kevin Smith is the king of nerds. So a true king elevates his own kingly friends. So I will elevate a kingly friend. Same with you, dude. You're the king of cool right now. You're literally you're literally king of cool for me because, you know, um, all things suck. I, I, this is probably the only place I get to fucking open the choke and pull the fucking cord and just go nuts. So right now, you're the king of cool for me. Um, and, you know, that's the nicest thing I'll say in anything because I fucking hate everybody. But people are all... I, I'm like the it crowd. People are bastards. People, a lot what a them. bunch of bastards, yeah. But a bunch of bastards. I fucking hate people, all of them. The yeah. bunch of bastards, a lot of them. Yeah. But, you know, some people I kind of, you know... You can tolerate. Um, I can tolerate a lot. I can t- I can tolerate a lot, and some people are like, oh, "Fuck off!" But yeah, you're I, you know you're pretty cool. I'd almost call you a friend. Um, <laughs> yes, I won't. I won't go. I won't go that far. Oh, so, eh, yeah, cheers. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So that is Josh gone. Um, <laughs> um, but th- Black Widow could have been so. Uh, I I want to say I enjoyed it. I didn't. I bought. I was bored for the first time ever. A Marvel cinematic film. I was bored, and I sat through Iron Man three. I found Iron Man two worse than Iron Man three. I was there for War Machine. Fuck anything else. War Machine had me. There. War Machine <laughs> made me buy my ticket. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I was bored. You know, I mean, I, you're talking to the guy who sat through fucking the Dark World, going, eh, I can see where they're coming from, and still walked out going, it's enjoyable. I go and see it again just because if there's yeah. nothing else to do. I, I Black felt Widow. like <laughs> I felt like I was more like comic book guy, you know. Worst film ever. I will only see it three more times today. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I I turned it off and watched the um, the last two episodes of Loki again. Ah. Um. Now I think this is something that we all because you know there's been quite a bit in geekdom. You know we've had Masters of the Universe has been um, brought back. We've had, yeah, we've had Black Widow. We haven't really talked much about Loki yet. So, um, you know, um, Loki, uh, is there any man-hating Loki? Let's, um, let's, let's, let's go with that because, you know, that's our theme so far. Is there any man-hate in Loki? No. No. There is not any man-hate. Because no. I'm sorry, if you can get Richard E. Grant into a fucking, uh, into, into Lycra and literally be the G-O-A-T of that episode, <laughs> there is no fucking and, man-hate at all. And to have him talking to a crocodile. Uh, um, everybody's, oh, it's Alligator Loki. He has a name. Yes. Once again, comics, kids. Yes. He's called Crokey. Oh no, um, no Shark Tank. Shark Tank's the term, and plus it's a it's a better term. Who who would use an alligator tank? <laughs> God, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I I've seen one of the coolest things ever this morning, and I, I made I remember turning and going, I need to get a pair. They're doing um like green Crocs, <laughs> and there's a guy on Etsy who's print. 3D pr- shit you not dude 3D printing the horns which you can fit on top of the crocs and they and they attach to the top of the crocs so you're literally walking around wearing crokies oh, and I'm sorry God. it was one of the if this isn't a new thing at comic cons 
I think Crocs are literally missing a beat here because that that would be the best bit of um, promotion you could do is walking around with your own croquis. I'm sorry, it was it was literally the from a PR's point of view, it was perfect. It was literally walking perfection. It was like fucking poetry, and I just thought, who is the mad fucking genius who didn't think of this? <laughs> Because you missed something here, but um, going back, where were we? Loki, man hating. No, there was not one because I think Sylvia's become one of the fan favorites, and Richard E. Grant as comic book Loki has become another fan favorite. How could mm. you? There's nothing. There's nothing man hating yeah. about this for fuck's yeah. sake. Um, I, I will have to say, and it did give me um, one of my favorite moments that has gone around the internet, and it was the little supposed jump scare from Miss Minutes. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Oh. Um, yeah, that jump scare was like, you bitch. <laughs> um, you know, and we can't forget, it is the fantastic and the ever-so-talented Tara Strong voice in Miss Minutes. And uh, it's, um, you know, who would have thought that basically a little cartoon would become such a big talking point in a Marvel show, you know? It's uh, it's it's awesome, um, and you know that's not even the biggest talking point of Loki. You know we have now this is effectively, and hopefully this isn't a you know a like a bit of a like to do or whatever. Loki is basically now opening the door to the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Well, hopefully, um, I, I, I can just when that happened, I, you could just hear Doctor Strange in the background going, "For fuck's sake!" <laughs> it's from um, San Andreas. Ah, oh, shit! Here we go again. Um, oh, the one that I sent the other day saying, um, "Was it from Infinity War?" Um, yeah. How, how? What? What did you say? I saw fourteen million six hundred and five possibilities of our fight. How many did we win? Quite a few, really, but some fucker kept deleting them, so I've only got one. <laughs> it was like, oh, uh, yeah, I quite like that. I, the, 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 the TVA is kind of the, um, the the heads and tails decision of the MCU. It's like something bad happens, TVA's going, call it, heads or tails. Ah, mm. uh, fuck it, let it go. <laughs> it's like, um, Thanos is taking over the world, heads or tails? Tails, ah, uh, fuck it, let it go. They can handle it. So basically, I'm... it's like two faces handling the TVA. Yeah, I mean, it's like for fuck's sake, the TVA. It's like um, uh, two, planes are about to crash into those towers. What should we do? Ah, uh, fuck it. I bet Doctor Who's in the background going fixed point in time. Eh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Um, it's just how do you fucking explain the TVA? I mean, oh, we we take out variants. Yes. Okay, so why wasn't Lightning McQueen included in the fucking in the void then? Because obviously that was Mobius's variant. I'm sorry. Why didn't Disney do that? Because that would been I would have been on my seat. I would have been out of my seat cheering, going Lightning McQueen. <laughs> it's uh, it, there's just so many um, things they missed in the void that they could have handled really well. But there were so many things in the void that the Easter eggs were just fucking flowing. I mean, I missed um, Throg twice how because i was distracted by richard e grant in that fucking cod piece because <laughs> holy shit did he look amazing i missed throg twice i missed um the thanos copter once but then caught it again 
And then, the, do you know the main thing I noticed was the heads of the um, the tribunal? Oh, yes. So that I thought, how the fuck are they there? Because like, if they're in the void, what kind of fucking uh, variant did they fucking delete? Because holy shit, they took out an Eternal. <laughs> but I was... I, I Loki, the series itself, it was a... Um, you know that opening sequence from Mission Impossible where they light the fuse? Yes. That's exactly how it felt. And then the explosion was the last episode. It's that, you know, the the, the wanton build-up. You think you know it's coming. You know it's coming. You know, Sylvie, holy shit, you're, the fuse is getting quicker. Richard D. E. Grant, fucking yes, boom. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was great. I can't wait. for Everybody's like, oh, there's an after credit scene. Season two of Loki. Bitch, we already fucking knew that. So what was the point in that? <laughs> I, Joe, I've got to say, and I know opinion was very divided on it, but I really did enjoy Jonathan Majors with his um, his uh, his debut, but not so much debut as the next big bad of the MCU. And I'm so glad that they are actually going. Yeah, we're not just going to drop him in. Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. We're actually going to make sure he's built up as this big villain. And, um, you know, Jonathan Majors well, is a fucking brilliant actor anyway. And he just had such a good bit of charisma behind him. He was just that little bit wacky, that little bit zany. There was some... And we said it about Loki all the way through. He had some very Doctor Who vibes about him as well. But he's like, yeah. he's, he's so like clever. He knows so much. And he's like, yeah... Well, you could do this, but I don't think you really want to because, uh, you know, can you imagine if, like, in Doctor Who, the Doctor ever said, yeah, do you know what? I do everything to save the universe. You take me out, though. There's going to be a million other of me that are just going to fuck everything up. Do you really want to deal with that? <laughs> the, 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 the way you could have done it is, you know, it just basically... If you had, like, geezer subtitles on, and I say this with with so much love, that <laughs> putting it underneath there, right, he said, if you take me out, you just want, you're fucked, mate. Um, and it just exactly, I thought, Sylvie's going to kill him. Sylvie's going to kill him. And one of my friends was going, she's not going to kill him. I was like, she's going to kill him. She's mm. going to, this is just going to go, it's going to go sideways, right away. It's a slice. And my guy went, dude, I said, oh, we're so fucked. And, and all of a sudden you saw everything just depleting and destroying. Yeah. And then I got the the tweet about um, the moment Scarlet Witch becomes... Well, before The moment Wanda becomes the Scarlet Witch is the moment that Kang doesn't know what's going to happen next because they've, they've reached yeah. the threshold. And I was like, oh, 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 no. And, it's, and I immediately start thinking then, what okay, this doesn't make any sense then because everything the Ancient One said in Endgame is bullshit for the passage of time. Take a stone out and it splinters. Yet the TVA had a fucking desk drawer full of the fucking things. So if they were so set on repairing the timeline, what the fuck was the Ancient One on about when you say you take out I, a stone and it splinters. I had a theory about that. Because the Ancient One obviously couldn't tell the future beyond, beyond our own passing. So maybe, even though we think the TVA have been around for thousands upon thousands of years, maybe Kang saw the opportunity for you know, um, the, the Ancient One's passing 
um, as an opportunity to actually go, hey, let's uh, let's intervene now. Let's um, let's burrow ourselves deep in the timeline and let's do all this shit because we can. I was just so I was like going, oh god, if the MCU need to get a hold of this because people are going to have so many fucking questions about, well, Cap going back in time. Wouldn't the TVA have been there to stop him, or or was he just putting the timeline back in order? Wouldn't the TVA have stepped in to stop him or stop them going to get the stones? Because obviously it's time travel, etc., etc. Blah 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 blah. And one of my friends um, basically put it to me in one of the simplest terms, and I I honestly think it was like so funny because he just went, "It's not Sam Beckett, mate, going back to write what once went wrong." They, they fucked up, they went back, they sorted a problem, they came back, it got into a bigger fucking problem, and now it's fixed. And I went, Sam, bet you, I said you used a Quantum Leap reference for Endgame. He goes, yeah. I was like, that's pretty much the you, best thing I've ever heard Can you imagine the card at the end of season one? Yes, Loki never made it back to Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> See Al in the background going, eh. Now, now, that this would be is, brilliant. now, this is really tricky because, you know, depending on what you want to believe and what we see, you know, advertised, a lot of people are saying that Tom Hiddleston is basically all but confirmed for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. I think he should be there. Um, on top of that, I think it's pretty much all but confirmed that Jonathan Majors will be playing a part in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because it, you know, why would you not now bring him into the film side that early? Because why wait now a year and a half before Quantumania comes out? That's just stupid. You want to now capitalise on this villain. You need to sew him into the MCU. Like they did with Thanos. They didn't just say to Thanos, yep, go on, Infinity Wars when he's coming in. No. They planted the seeds six years earlier. They gave him a build-up, you know. He didn't even get any speaking lines till two years after his first appearance when they put him in Guardians of the Galaxy. And even then, he was just the guy in the chair still. You know, he had a few lines said by the fantastic Josh Brolin. Straight away, you could tell this was going to be a villain that you don't want to fuck with. But, you know, they teased it. And then in Avengers Age of Ultron, they went, yeah, fine, I'll do it myself. What was he going to fucking do himself? As far as we were, we, he had no inter, like, interaction or intervention at all in Age of Ultron. But hey, he was still there. And then, you know, when's the next bit we get of him? Well, we don't actually see him, but he's in four Ragnarok when his ship basically goes, yep, we're going to take over the Asgardians, we're going to kill half of them, we're going to get the Tesseract, and we're going to truly fuck some shit up. And, you know, I'll probably kill my kids as well because, you know, I don't really need them once I've uh, started taking over and, you know, wiping out half the universe. But, hey, let's, uh, let's carry on as we are, you know, because um, what else can we do? And then, you know, he, he had little teases here and there, but Thanos ended up being probably, you know, probably still the best villain in the MCU. They need to do that with Kang as well. They need to give him the time to breathe. And, you know, we're going to see, different to Thanos... We're going to see different iterations of Kang as well. And it's already... I'll be very surprised if we get into the um, Eternals film and we don't see Ramatut. That's all I'm going to say. Mm, if we exactly. don't see Ramatut in Eternals, I think that's going to be a massive waste of opportunity. Because apparently the scale of Eternals is supposed to go over about 5,000 years. Come on. You know you need to do that. You need to really give him... 
that time. And if we you know if Spider-Man is going to be you know interdimensional um, trickery, as uh, it must be because of all the all the teases, all the conversations, and you know Alfred Molina basically saying there is, um, you know he's got to appear in that. This is a this is a villain who I think is going to have a very um, a very post-credit scene or very um, background existence for the next couple of years. And that they've said that he's going to be a major villain in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania makes me think that this will be yet another version of him that he's not going to be the ultimate big bad, but they'll save him probably for a Secret Wars Avengers film. Mm. Oh, I hope so. I fucking be love that. That'd be so fun. Can you imagine that? Ten Kang the Conquerors all gathered around each other arguing around a console. That would be glorious. It'd be very sexy. Very sexy. Uh, so and Jonathan Majors. Awesome stuff. He, uh, as as Kang, right, I don't think they could have uh, got a better person to portray it. And I'm sure you're going to get some idiot out there going, oh, but it's the wrong colour. Kang's fucking purple in the in the uh, in the comic book. So what the fuck are you complaining about? Doesn't yes, matter sorry. what colour the fucking actor is. Yeah, we forgot about that famous purple actor who does all them roles in Hollywood. Oh, Doug gosh. Jones. That's I, it. I've 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 seen comments already. It's like, uh, why is the why is Kang black? It's like he's fucking purple in the comic books. You dickhead. <laughs> what are you on about? He's he, so what if John Majors is a is a is an is is an actor. Oh no, he's a, he's a, he's a black actor. No, 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 no. He's an actor. He's an he's an actor. He's yeah. playing a character in the comic books. Is fucking purple. But these are the same I mean, wankers who go on about the footballs because you know the unfortunately the um, the black players in the England team did not score a penalty. I'll tell you what. So you fuckers, you go and take a penalty against a world class team and wait until you get shown up in front of the world, right? They had the balls and the guts to try and play for their country to actually make something. And, you know, they could have said, no, we don't want to do it. But the team, the country, everyone who was important, everyone that mattered, had faith in them three guys. And I'll tell you what, I would not have wanted to have been in their position. They are so brave to put themselves in front of that stage to basically, you know, have that make-or-break chance to bring home the silverware that... England has been desperately trying to acclaim for another 55 years. Um, yeah, when that when that happens, and even when you get international recognition of it now, to say, stop the racism, stop bullying these people, stop thinking that you're better than these people. No, they're not. Tell you what, these black guys, or whichever, however you want to put it, because I'll just say footballers, you know, these footballers are earning over £100,000 a week by playing football. You know, they're earning more money in a week than you're probably seeing in a fucking year or 10 years or 20 years. So if you want to take the piss out of them, look at your own life, you sad, pathetic cunts. Exactly. And I very rarely ever use that word. Um, but sometimes you do have to just call people pathetic. Yep, yeah, absolutely. It, it's... it's uh, People look for a fight where there sh- doesn't have to be one. I mean, for God's sake... We're not children, so stop acting like defiant children who can't eat their dinners properly. I mean, for fuck's sake, I've seen some incredibly disturbing videos um, since the England game. And, you know, just because uh, Italian fans were coming out, they were being beaten and smacked and, you know, punched just because they were Italian fans. I'm thinking, if 
this is how far the so-called beautiful game has gone, then you need to start wondering why are you calling it the beautiful game? Rugby. Let's have a look at rugby. Now, during the World Championships, right, you, so you, you're, you're talking to a New Zealander, right, who has an All Blacks jersey, who went to see the Wales v All Blacks. Do you do the a, hacker? I do the hacker. Um, in, an, in a Welsh pub. And it was a great game. And New Zealand won. Not once did I feel in danger. Not once did, because obviously I'm six foot and fucking built like a brick shit house. <laughs> um, not once did I feel fucking in danger. Not once did I feel my life was threatened. Not once did I feel any kind of animosity. All I had was Welsh players turning around, giving me a fucking shake of the hand, going, that was a bloody good game. Well done. Was it Michael Caine what? that was sitting behind you? I hope so. That was a bloody like good it. game. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lovely gentleman. And yeah. I, I, I've never left a rugby game right and been feared for wearing a a shirt of the of the opposing team in a rugby game now not once not once yet if i wore a swans jersey to another places team i don't watch football i was just i was just waiting for you to name another football team he's not going to do it football's trash football Football club united whatever fucking sports you know sports 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 FC, why not? Who cares? <laughs> um, I can't stand football. Um, I and, and my team won. I'd literally have to come out of there like something out of the Avengers and waiting for the Avengers level threat because I get my head, I literally get my head caved in because I was wearing a different opinioned shirt. Mm. And that's the problem. It's, this is the, the level of shit that is is around these days and i fear for my own children sometimes yet do you know one place i feel so fucking safe these days is at a comic con yes comic con every yeah comic con is a safe place absolutely and and i've learned from my years at going to comic con and um you know i never I, i was never a proper cosplayer you know i did a couple of times do um, costumes and that, but I always found myself in a place where you're around people that just wanted to have fun. They were able to enjoy themselves. They were able to, you know, be a bit wacky, be a bit out there. And um, you know, even when I was a, you know, when I was um, a single man, you couldn't help but sometimes think, you know, I don't want to be looking at the um, the ladies in their uh, very skimpy outfits. But it's like, my God, could you not have a coat or something to you know, just cover yourself up while you? No, actually, no. It's forty degrees in here. It's probably not a good idea. But still, can you, um, you know, maybe turn around? So, no, no. Oh God, no. The back view is even more revealing. No, okay. Um, I can't win. I'll, I'll walk away. Um, or you got the people that you know spend hours and hours, thousands of hours. They spend months making these very intricate costumes. You know, I've seen guys that have done like all the replica um like like the like done like a replica iron man suit and the things cost like five or six thousand i've even got a mate of mine who i used to work with he's done about five different iterations of his iron man suit and he has spent i think uh, at least like within five figure sum of uh, all these modifications over the years and it well the visor comes up it's obviously got the blasters it got like the um you know it's got the like the jets on the legs and it just looks 
It looks awesome. It's one of them things that I look at it and I go, wow, that is that is some proper dedication. And then, you know, you get all your usual ones. You know, you get people that dress up as Batman. You know, you get all the all the, the girls that dress up as Wonder Woman or Harley Quinn. And, you know, the variations of Harley Quinn. You know, you've got the animated series version in the jumpsuit. You've got the Suicide Squad version. And, um, you know, we don't really talk about that outfit because it's... Um, that's a bit bit much, but you know, the, the Comic Con costumes, just just the feeling of being around fellow geeks, and you know that you can have a laugh with. You can talk about your favourite shows, your favourite actors and actresses. You can go on about all this other stuff, and you can come out of there about seven or eight hundred pound poorer than you went in because you know, oh well, I wasn't going to buy it, but I saw this great collectible figurines series. I had to buy it. Oh, do you know what? I wasn't going to go and get so-and-so's autograph, but hey, I've got four of them now, and I've even got it signed on this limited edition DVD. Um, I, I love Comic-Con, and you know, I've missed it over the last two years. It's definitely been one of them things that just feels very out of place in my own life, because I've not been able to go and geek out. It's uh, it's a very strange feeling. When um, I look at my bank account balance, it's like, I actually have money. Why is that? Oh, yes, because I haven't been able to go and do my, my yearly geek socialising. And I think the only person who's been happy about me not doing that is probably my girlfriend, because she goes, well, you've not wasted your money on cartoons, as I get told. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, everything is cartoons. You know, if I talk about superhero film, it's cartoons. Yeah, talk about Comic-Con, oh, that's cartoon stuff. Um, it's like, uh, no. Um, although, what was it, when um, I had explained before about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and um, she went, is that cartoon? I went, yes. Um, <laughs> it's like that one time I had to actually admit to it, it's like, yes, that is a cartoon, yes. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 um, oh, no, oh, ooh, I'm sorry, but no, no, how dare you? I mean, that's like, uh, oh, oh, I know, I know, I'm, I'm I know. already... I know, but this is the person. This is the person who I told you before when we were watching um, a certain Star Wars film. Throughout the whole film, she critiqued it. She told me how much she didn't like it. And bear in mind, I held off watching this Star Wars film for nearly a week so she could come with me because she was so insistent of coming to watch it with me, and did not hold it back when she wanted to say her opinion of it. And even when the film finished. She then went into about a whole five-minute conversation about it as to why it was a rubbish film. And, um, yeah, I, I do remember very, very vividly the guys that were sat behind us probably going out, thinking they were going out with some, like, proper hype and everything, going, yeah, yeah, we've just seen this great movie. And then, like, you know, after hearing them comments, they just went, ah, oh, someone didn't like it. I feel bad now. Uh, Yes, well, your your opinion of Last Jedi with Matt's is kind of um... conflicting. Yeah, very conflicting. I mean, Last I like, Jedi. I, f- I like Last I fucking, Jedi. I fucking hate Last. I Jedi. know, I know, but then I really hate Rise of Skywalker, and so I do have, I. I have many, many a reason, and one of them still being how the fuck did they just put Palpatine in there, and how the fuck did Palpatine get laid? <laughs> yeah, of all the uh, other the, questions. Um, well, this this I I. I Honestly, with when it comes to Star Wars, especially uh, the Last Jedi and basically all the new uh, films, I fucking hate every single one of them. Not just because uh, you don't like a strong female character, motherfucker. I was watching 
aliens and alien and terminator with a fucking strong female character before you even were a soup in your mama's crotch i was there supporting ellen ripley in aliens <laughs> while she was fucking manning a power loader kicking the shit out of an alien queen i was there with sarah connor while she was loading an ak-23 fucking taking out a machine i was there with cynthia rothrock in china o'brien while she was kicking the shit of mostly men trust me if you say that I don't support strong female fucking characters, you can get dicked for all I care. No, no, no. This wasn't about a, <laughs> this. This wasn't about a strong female character. This was about here's everything you love. Mm. We'll introduce Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy is going to make a giant shit in the palm of our hands, and then we're going to give it to you, and you're going to say thank you. And everybody on the planet just went, "What the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> I can do you and they one didn't better. Like it. I can do you one better. Amy Pascal. Oh, you know, this is the woman who basically, um, you know, pr- probably pretty much had her password set as password, had all her information leaked online, all these secret emails, and um, after about two months previously saying, no, no, we we have full faith in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man series, and her and Kevin Kevin Feig were sending their. I know it's Feige, but I like calling him Feig. Um, they were sending their messages to each other, trying to work out how to get Spider-Man in the MCU. And then, it, probably my favourite one, was her messages about Angelina Jolie, calling her a spoiled brat and all these other things. And then a few days later, they meet each other, and she's like, oh, Angie, nice to see you. And then she's like, get the fuck away from me, bitch. I'll fucking yeah, dick fa- you. Um, yeah, but let's, fa- let's face it, though. Angelina Jolie is a spoiled brat. Yeah. I mean, facts is facts, dude. I mean... Oh, don't, I just let's not go into facts is facts because I I, I know this is gonna this is gonna be a um uh, all things suck. This is gonna be a hell of an uh, the 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 white men angry rant today. And I, I'm gonna say white men angry rant because we are a couple of white men, and this is an angry rant because I'm just so fucking angry today because of everything with mass of the universe. But the amount of shit that's been going on um on Twitter and Twitch. Over something a chair company called uh, Vertigear said about um, male and female gamers on Twitch. And I'm sorry that this person, I to, if the person does listen to us, and I hope they do, I honestly feel sorry for you that you lost your job for this meme. Because I'm sorry, the meme was completely fucking accurate. Have you seen this? I'm going to... No, I'm going I'm going to forward it to you now, right? Yeah, go on. And um, you tell me if this isn't completely fucking accurate. And when you see it, you will laugh. Because I chuckled my fucking dick off. Because this is so accurate, it hurts. Now, for anybody who's listening to this and doesn't see it right, Vertigear put up um, a meme of male streamers on Twitch, right? When they're gaming. Now... The camera is usually of them is a small little box in the left hand side of the of the while they're gaming, while the game screen is usually the full screen. Okay, a e-girl thought because that's exactly what they are. Her image will usually be the full screen, mm. and it's usually from a downward angle with the tits nearly out, and a small box in the right hand side or left hand side of the game. Small. The person that complained about this, a Miss Henley TV, uh, complained that this was, um, oh, what was it? 
something wrong with the industry and it was uh, demonizing to women. Yet, if you look at her fucking Twitter, she's advertising her OnlyFans. The picture she has up of her gaming, quote-unquote gaming, um, is basically with her tits on fucking display. And she's the contradiction to her argument. And she's the one who's arguing that what Vertigear put up was wrong. Yet everything they put up was fact. And it was funny. I was laughing. You've seen the pictures? I have. I've just seen the, the images as you sent them, yeah. How accurate is that? I mean, I'll be honest. I don't watch a lot of video game streams. Um, but I, I do see... I have seen it in certain places. I have seen things like that. Um, yeah. They're and as what? you say, you know... They're um, she's advertising her OnlyFans as well. Um, and let's be honest, for any of you innocent-minded people, OnlyFans is normally for those that would like to see a bit more of their um, respective person that they follow. Let's just put it that way. You want to see somebody's asshole? there's a fee. Basically, yeah. that's, that, that, that's it. That's OnlyFans. Down unless, you've, but... unless you've ever heard of Pornhub, then you go, go nuts. Yeah, but I've got to say this. I will defend... Um, people who use OnlyFans because I've got a few friends who are uh, artists, blacksmiths, 3D printers who use OnlyFans um, to advertise their work and the people who I know charge a fee to subscribe to their OnlyFans, they do it because when they offer, like I've got a 3D printing friend who says that every week he drops an STL file for free because you subscribe to his channel. Yep. And it's usually, it's usually like £10 a month. So every week he drops an STL file for free. Something he's worked on, something he's made, and he drops it for free to download, whatever. You can do what you like with it for free. Why? Because that's what you pay. You support him in his work. And as a, as a thank you, he drops an STL file that will probably cost you £35 to £40 on uh, Etsy or eBay, whatever. But he gives it away for free because you pay £10 a month. So, you know, there are some things that, that are, it is good for, but mainly only fans is used for uh, sex workers. And you know, I don't get me wrong. I've got a few friends who are sex workers, and they're lovely people. Um, they are wonderful <laughs> fucking people. They're a beautiful yeah. people. Joel, that was Some such that was a great um, choice of words there. They're wonderful fucking people. Um, literally. They um, they, they literally are. I'm sorry, yeah. but oh. <laughs> um, you know, some of them are male, some of them are female, and they are wonderful people. But. This whole narrative now of um, oh you're oh, you're oversexualizing women by you know you're you're taking something away from us by saying that oh don't forget to subscribe to my OnlyFans are you fucking kidding me you're saying that we're being you know that these people are um, hating on women gamers because of an accurate meme because mm. it was accurate it was factual because it was taken from somebody's stream both male. And female. I mean, for fuck's sake, I watch Markiplier like religiously because the man's got me through so much in the last couple of years of my depression. The man has got me through so much. Yet, not once have I seen down his fucking top or seen his dick out. No, not once. That's because you didn't Why? subscribe to his OnlyFans. Didn't subscribe to his OnlyFans. I don't think actually Mark <laughs> has an OnlyFans. No, of course um, he doesn't. Jesus Christ. But, but it's. He's a gamer. I mean, I, I literally uh, religiously watch his Five Nights at Freddy's uh, playthroughs because they're just so funny to watch. And it was um, it was great to watch. Yet I have um, another a, a friend because I have friends, apparently, um, 
Candy Valentina. I'm, I'm sure you know her work. I have um, seen you share certain things. Right. Candy is a cosplayer. Candy is a gamer girl as well, right? But she, of one, she's a cosplayer and she's a model and she's fantastic. Yet, I've watched her Twitch stream a few times. She doesn't do any of the shit I've seen other thoughts, because she's not a thought. She's a gamer girl. That these thoughts do. And I can watch her happily and still have my kids come into the room. This is this is the difference that the um, the opposition are kind of like feeling. The fact is, oh, you're taking us for granted. No, 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 no. You're changing the scene of what um, gamers like you know me, you, and you know Markiplier and other gamers on Twitch do. Mm. It's just usually small little camera on us because you want to watch the gameplay. Mm. Whereas most of the e girls and the thoughts, it's all about hit me with your rhythm stick and i'm going to say that as nice as i possibly can it's more about um give me the donation hit me with the donation here's my tits hit me with the donation here's a small screen of me playing a game probably because you don't know what's off to the side to the left of somebody else playing a game because that's happened twice um so it's kind of um yeah, it it was it was funny as fuck that this um, chair company got into so much, and they backed down and apologized for it as well. Which I thought, oh my god, you just you might as well just roll over and say, scratch my belly, I submit, you know, to these fuckers, because they they apologized to them. I said, this is not about we hurt you. This is about we took away your power, because that's all it is. It's about power the same thing with clownfish tv yellow flash all these other fuckers it's all about power you know mm. listen to us listen to us what we say is true you'll follow us like and subscribe it's literally the demon headmaster for anybody who's <laughs> oh, younger God. than 30 anybody who's younger than 30 go read a fucking book i love the demon headmaster go read a fucking book if you don't know what i'm on about um it is literally the demon headmaster and this is why every time my son comes up to me dad can i watch youtube dante go read a book every time my daughter <laughs> every my time daughter your daughter comes up, comes up saying me, i want to read a book you go 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 watch the computer <laughs> yeah every time every time my daughter comes up to me i say go read a book and it's oh no i want to watch youtube go read a book i want to watch youtube for god's sake Yes, YouTube is great. I'm not flogging YouTube. I wish I fucking could because some of the content is shit. Um, it's so digital these days and there's so many influential things that happen on YouTube that, you know, children, especially in my son's age, they listen to. And it makes me incredibly fearful that some of the um, subject matter that's coming up these days is incredibly hurtful not just because of my son and of me as a man because let's face it dude from the past couple of years the level of man hate as we've talked about has become increasingly terrible and i mean i was asked once how how terrifying is it to be a man in today's society and i think i did a TikTok on it where you know i'm, I'm 38 it was a beautiful day outside. 
my hair was a mess and I was sitting in my kitchen. I am literally petrified to go outside the fucking door as a man in today's society because the, the whole I dress the way I want to doesn't mean I'm asking for it attitude is fine. You know, women can dress how they want. Men can dress how they want. You're talking to a guy who wears fucking jorts and a fucking hockey jersey with a backwards baseball cap. I literally have become Kevin Smith yeah. because it's comfortable. You can be comfortable wearing whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, there but... is, I think there is some degrees, you know. I mean, that's why... I mean, that's why I stopped, you know, doing my hair up and wearing stilettos. I thought, no, I don't like this bit of attention. Hey, dude, if you want to do the fucking Frank Furter lifestyle, that's entirely up to you. I'm not going to judge, you know. One love, brother, one love. <laughs> no, um, Joe, jo- what, um, I've, uh, I've, I've got to say it very quickly. Uh, I know someone who used to, um, used to cross-dress and he was very secretive about it. I'm not going to mention him because... Uh, He's still a friend of mine, as far as I'm aware. He doesn't do that anymore. But um, there was a time that he used to go out, and uh, he used to be the, the, the little joke, weren't it? Oh, you know, oh, um, oh yes, I only go out like this on the weekends. But he used to. He used to go out on a Saturday night, um, dressed up don't pre- in like don't, you know, don't don't protect Macquarie. We know no, what he does. <laughs> no, no, no. He goes out on a Sunday night. Um, no, no. This is the thing. My mate used to go out on a Saturday night, and he would literally doll himself up. He would, um, you know, he like, you know, do hair, makeup. He'd have like a new dress, whatever. And um, you know, it wasn't until I can't remember what it was, but someone um, obviously saw him at a club or whatever, and went up, spoke to him, and uh, and you know what he said? Can you not say anything about it? Can you? And um, the the person who obviously spotted him, she went over to him and said, "Look, I it doesn't matter to me what you do. You do what you feel happy with." You do what you feel comfortable with. That's that's all we want. We just want you to feel like that you are able to be you. And something like that. Something so minuscule. And it was really appreciated. Which was very nice. And it was very uh, very uh, very different for the time. But uh, yeah. Oh god. The bloody dogs. See this is what happens when you're doing a live fucking podcast dude. Yeah. Animals. Uh, never work with them or children. Unfortunately I've got a fucking deal with both because my kids are both animals and fucking children but um yeah i mean i i i obviously in swansea it's a coastal town there's a beach so especially when the hot weather has been the last couple of weeks because fuck me has it been hot there have been incredibly scantily clad fucking women around and obviously being hot-blooded males we've been (laughs) retrofitted and wired a certain way that when we see a pair of tits we don't say "Ooh, tits it's more like oh look supple breast that could one day house my children's nourishment because that's exactly how it is <laughs> cause anyone ever told you what a wordsmith you are sometimes that's why i'm a journalist brother that's why i'm a journalist yes. and it's 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 not just ooh parrots ooh yeah it's nothing like that if i want to do that i've got pornhub for that or i've got you know other things to look at <laughs> but um it's so difficult to just walk around and you know have my attention that's not staring at the fucking ground floor because that's exactly where I've got to keep my attention nearly 100% of the time while it's my attention's not on my children. Mm. Because if, if you even just do a passing glance and it's taken the wrong fucking way, you will be lynched 
within seconds of your own life. And it's happened to me twice now where you just walking harmlessly playing Pokemon Go because that's something you do with your children. And all I did, right, was raise my head. And this um, beautiful young lady walked past me. And she was. She was a very beautiful young lady. And I, I, I think I must have done the whole one second glance with my eyes over because, you know, I didn't want my kids to run into her. And she goes, oh, my God, were you just looking at me? I was like, uh, my, I could literally hear my conscience going, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and I went, excuse me? She goes, ah, you were just checking me out. I said, love, you're not a packet of crisps at the fucking supermarket. I said, I wasn't checking anything out. I said, I was hoping to God my kids wouldn't fucking run into you so you wouldn't sue me for any kind of GBH. And she went, ah, you men are all the same. I said, are we now? I said, so what kind of man is that then? She goes, oh, yeah, they're just glaring at me. I said, a one second glance so my kids wouldn't run into you was a glare. I said, Jesus Christ said, well, I don't know what kind of books and education you've got, but you need to go check yourself into a psych ward because you have no idea what a fucking glare is. And I said, you need a better education. I said, if I had a dictionary of me right now, I'd tell you to read it. Look up G, glare, and then under it, it should be gullible. And I just carried on walking and she was literally screaming at me about I was a perv, I was you know a sexist misogynist, and I, my my son looked at me, and this this kid is eleven. He looked at me. He went, Dad, she's crazy. Mm. I went, Yes, Dante, that's what crazy looks like, literally. And then like three days later, it was the same kind of scenario. And were you playing Pokemon daughter, Go again? No, I was out oh. with my daughter. We were going shopping. Ah. And um, she was about to walk into somebody. And I said, hey, Ewan, look out. And I just looked at this woman and went to say sorry because my daughter's a klutz. <laughs> and it was like, oh, can you just stop? And I was like, I'm so done with this. And I literally just shrugged my shoulders and just went, oh, do you know what? I said, fuck you. And carried walking on. And she was, excuse me. I said, I know exactly what you're going to say. I said, you're going to call me a sergeant. You're going to call me a perv. You're going to talk to me this, call me that. And she went, eh, eh, eh. I said, see? I said, your brain is now trying to process that I've said the things you were going to say because you've got no other vocabulary to say to me because you left your thesaurus at home, right? She was, eh, eh, eh. I said, right now, I said, your RAM is trying to catch up with your data processor. I said, and all it's spilling out is defragmented fucking information. I said, so you'll continue to sound like um, a CD-ROM trying to buffer. She went, ah, 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 ah. I said, Eowyn, see this? I said, this is what an acorn computer looks like. And she just stood there trying to come up with different words. And she was like, Daddy, what's this lady's problem? I said, I have no idea. And we just carried on walking. Hmm. And I know you said my word, I'm, I, I'm a wordsmith. Yes, because I'm incredibly good at thinking on my feet with these kinds of situations. And sometimes when I'm in a podcast like this, words just disappear because I'm 38 and I smoke. Because, um, you know, <laughs> getting older now. But some people won't understand the fact it's getting older now. Um, so, like I said, it is terrifying to be a man in today's society. And you can kind of understand where anybody says, and we're going to go, I, I know I'm going to flash back to He-Man and I do apologize. Um, but you can understand now why all this bullshit about it's woke has come about because 
people are so frightened to speak their mind and to speak their truth and to speak their opinion because of fallout, because of backlash, because of what will happen if you give your honest, truest opinion. Me, I've been through so much shit in my lifetime that I have reached the point where I, I say it is what it is on a regular basis because I no longer give a fuck. Because that's, you know, it's very Lethal Weapon 3. This is the reason why I don't have an ulcer. Because I know when to say I don't give a fuck. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like, I don't care any longer. If I think a situation is bullshit, guess what? I'm going to call the bullshit as I, you know, it's very Roddy Roddy Piper. I don't deal, I don't dish the shits. I just deal them out. Because if, if you can't handle an opinion that's no longer conformed to somebody's narrative then you're a dangerous person and people will try to bury you and punish you because you're a da- you, you're classed as a dangerous person. I've been classed as a dangerous person because I don't conform to a clique. I don't conform to a group. I'm my own person and I'm happy that way. You know, yes, I'm a PR and journalist for Geek Pride. Why? Because I fucking love my job. Mm. I love my job literally love my job i love the guy i love you guys i love being in this group i'm not gonna go all dom toretto on you and go family because it's not we're the most dysfunctional group of fucking idiots on this planet but it works so well because we all know we're fuck-ups but that makes us good journalists because the review we put out isn't pampered or fluffed, I think is the nice word for it, because most journalists are whores, is not fluffed to a narrative. Like with um, Paul Feig's going to hate me for this, but fuck you, you destroyed <laughs> Ghost, you destroyed Ghostbusters. With Ghostbusters 2016, we're gonna we're gonna make it alive once more because it it, it proves my point. Mm. When you decide not to agree with a narrative and this is a great word for anybody who doesn't know what it means go look it up narrative right i hated ghostbusters 2016 and i made no quips or qualms of voicing that opinion not because i was not against female ghostbusters no that was the narrative and the opinion that was forced upon journalists or fans who didn't like it oh they just don't they just don't like female ghostbusters no if that's the case, none of us would have liked Janine. If that's the case, nobody would have liked Kylie in Extreme Ghostbusters. That's not the that's not my opinion. That's not my narrative. I hated Ghostbusters 2016 because Paul Feig had no fucking clue what he was doing. This is what a real liar looks like. He told everybody that his story was fresh, his story was original, and that he was running with it. When really his fresh, original story was multiple real Ghostbuster animated series uh, storylines that he chopped up and hashed, a bit like what Den of Geek are doing with the reviews at the moment, um, <laughs> were chopped up, hashed together, and then he sold it as a fresh story. And it was complete bullshit where Dan Aykroyd gave him a fucking solid silver screen script that him and the late, great 
fucking wonderful Harold Ramis had wrote before he died and handed him the script. And this is quote unquote what Paul Feig did. He took the script, read it, threw it in the bin and said, and I quote, I don't know how to direct a film like this. From that moment, Sony should have just gone, well, you're not the guy we need. You're not the guy that's meant to do Ghostbusters. But he did it because he had an agenda to get across. And that's the problem with Ghostbusters 2016, is that it wasn't story-driven, because it was a story we all knew. It was agenda-driven. Now, we flash forward 2021. And as I said to this on, on this fucking very podcast, I've said before, Ghostbusters Afterlife is the film that was meant to be. Why? Because the original cast is back as their original characters. And there is a fucking right man. Literally, there's a pun in there. The right man for the job. And he's behind the wheel of the car and the director's chair to give us the storyline we should have had in 2016. So I have, apart from Finn Wolfhard, because I just can't stand the little brat. <laughs> um, he's an obnoxious little twat. Um, Cause I've met him. Um, this is a story, right, from what we've seen from the trailer, what we've seen with the little marshmallow, uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Men, and, of course, Paul Rudd. Let's face it, this is going to be great. Um, this is a film that not most, if not all, GBs, that's Ghostbuster fans for anybody listening, and the Ghost Core that we've been waiting for. Why? Because there's a Reitman behind the wheel of the fucking director's chair. And this is exactly how it's meant to be. So... Like I said, with narrative, with having that open opinion, this is why I'm not liked at all, because I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to fucking pamper you. I'm not going to, you know, get the talc and just powder your bottom because it's the most expensive, wonderful bottom in the world. No. If I, tell, if I think the thing is shit, I'm going to tell you it's shit. If I believe, like I strongly believe now, because I'm passionate about what I do, especially when it comes to a man who's got me through so much shit, a heart attack, uh, my weight loss, um, the, the drive I have in my you know, professional career. You know, this is a man who sold everybody. Find the thing you love to do the most and then find some way for somebody to pay you for it. And that's quote unquote Kevin Smith. This, that's his advice. Because I've, you know, I've got his book. It's signed. I've read it. I've got the audio book. Mm. I, I, I love his words. I, I, and he told me that when I saw him at Comic Con a few years ago. Because I said about wanting to do a podcast, and you know, I've I've gone through many iterations, and this is the only one that I've actually ever thought I really enjoy this because it's yeah. something that I, I like to have a moan about things, and um, you know, who doesn't, you know. Especially, you know, especially like nowadays when there's fuck all else to do, um, you know, it's it's good to just get these things off your chest. And you know, I reckon that if we um, hadn't had this chat, um, I reckon that all weekend you would have been stewing, thinking, oh, I "Fucking want to have a go at something. I want to oh. go at someone." And 
I woke up right, dude, because I've I've not slept well at all this last couple of weeks. Because uh, you know, as 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 chunky fucks, uh, we're not good in hot weather. It's hot. <laughs> It's hot. I mean, all you skinny fuckers out there who think, you know, you, you buff bagwell motherfuckers out there who think, oh, it's just a little bit of warmth, just take your top off. We are chunky fucks, right? Yes. We're what we're, we're what real men look like. Yes. This is what you call a dad bod. This is this is the thing right there. You think your girlfriend's hot? Trust me, if she could cuddle up next to this, she fucking would. Tell you what, if we took our tops off and we were outside, the ladies, the men, they would just be all over us. You know. No contest. Why? Because dad bods are fucking in. Because women are starting to realise that something to cuddle is better than fucking going through a xylophone at night. Trust me. And plus, we come with snacks. Um, <laughs> which, is the, which is the high point. We come with snacks. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's hot. And I, I've i not slept well for the last two weeks because fuck me, dude. It's It, it may be like 28 degrees outside, but in the house, it's like a fucking oven. It's like 30. At the moment, my thermostat is reading 31. It's hot. So this weekend, when we've got this Avengers level threat fucking storm, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to be out it. there. I'll be out there literally on my knees praising the rain gods, you know. I'm, I'm taking my Stormbreaker out into the middle of the street and fucking screaming Odin just because to freak everybody out because the amount of fucking lightning and thunder we're going to get is going to be absolutely amazing. I can't wait for it. So I've not slept well. So I'm cranky. I'm grumpy. And I thought, you know what? It's Friday. It's fucking Masters of the Universe Day. Let's fucking get this going because I've got no opinion on it whatsoever. Because I didn't want to listen to fucking anything these clowns had to say. Because they don't listen. They, Like I said, they just want to like and the subscribe. So I sat down. Started watching episode one. Loved it. Two, three, four, five. It kicked so much fucking ass apart from Chris Wood's portrayal because the guy's just useless. Um, and then I just remember you messaging me going so what you think and i was so angry yeah i i, I the, the, yeah. the, the then three the, little the dots demon. did hang around for quite a while and i thought oh this is gonna be a lengthy response and i just oh, saw it, one message two message three four five i was like oh okay he has got quite an opinion on this um honest honestly dude the my, my other it was just it was like we're happy to eat yellow flesh we're happy to eat clownfish and I was just like, oh, I've got to calm down the venom in me. It just, I just, the demon just wanted to come out and say, like, do you know what? Fuck it all. Fuck them. I just, I was, I've, I, it takes a lot for me, right, to get angry, to get pissed off. Because I'm quite a mellow guy. You know, I smoke that much weed that I'm fucking that mellow. And it takes so much. I'm not confrontational at all. I don't like fighting. But I know how to knock a motherfucker out. Um... You know, being six foot and the size that I am, I'm I'm quite. I wouldn't say I'm not approachable because I am unapproachable because people are quite afraid. But I'm not a, a confrontational guy. I'm literally a teddy bear. Yes, who's not afraid to get his claws out? <laughs> I'm not afraid to fucking uh, maul a motherfucker at all. Literally at all. I will go to town. Um, and this just made me so angry because everybody has bought in to this. It's the Teeler show. And it's like, for fuck's sake, from the very beginning of this podcast, I've tried to you know, teach you something. If you don't know what a raid party is, if you don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, if you don't understand the basis 
of um, a storyline or a, a team members, tank, a mage, um, a healer, the dungeon master, then you're not going to understand any of Masters of the Universe. All you're going to stick to is what you've been told that you have to believe, you have to listen, you have to take this as it is. This is the Teeler show. It's woke and Kevin Smith lied. No, he didn't. You were just trying to make people believe he lied. But everything he said, and I will go back to everything he quoted about how he said, He-Man is in the show. He's right. He's in every single fucking episode. Not the way you think. But he is the way Kevin said he was. He-Man is in every episode of the show. And that's right. He is. Mm. This is not Teela's show. It's not. She's part of the show. And it's very quest-driven. But it's Teela's quest. It's Eternia's story. Because I do apologize for spoilers, but you're going to enjoy it anyway. If Eternia is the center of the universe, right? It's the beginning of all magic. If magic is gone from Eternia, Eternia is slowly dying and the universe is losing all magic. That means everybody on Eternia who's magically gifted is in, is in trouble. So the sorceress of Grayskull is the dungeon master, as I've said before at the beginning of this podcast. But we're going over it just in case people missed it or are too fucking stupid not to listen. Sorceress of Grayskull is the dungeon master. She's brought her raid party in. We have a healer, we have a source, we have a, a mage, we have the tank, and we have the, the barbarian or the warrior. Let's consider the, the barbarian is Teela. Okay. Yeah, she's got a shaved side of her head. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? I've seen many fucking men with shaved heads, and yet they've got rat's tails at the back, most of them in Tennessee, and they're all fucking her sisters. But, you know, we're not going to go that far. So let's carry on. We've got the tank. We've got Man-at-Arms, who's been given the most important job um, of the, the raid party. He's supposed to re remain at Grayskull to protect the Sorceress. So you leave your best player behind to protect what's most valuable. So Teela and her raid party go off in search of um, their quest items. And the revelations in it is um, very facing your fears. Everybody will walk away from, oh no, it's Teela's revelation of who she is. No, 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 no. When you meet Scareglow, it will become very apparent through each of the players in the raid that the revelation isn't about Teela's heritage. It's about facing your fears hmm. and controlling your fate. And if you don't get that point then you're playing into the hands of people that told you it's woke you're playing into the narrative that it's Teela's show and it's not it is so not because I'm sorry if you hear Skeletor saying maybe we should just paint this whole boat granite and you don't think that this is Teela's show then there's something fucking mentally ill about you. And I mean that in every sense of the word. As soon as you fucking start to believe anybody else's opinion without having your own fucking opinion, then you might as well just, you know, stay glued to YouTube, stay glued to Glamfish TV, like and subscribe, give them a comment, and just, you know, 
jerk them off as you fucking watch every video. Because I'm sorry, I've I used to be such big fans of Clownfish TV. I used to be huge fans, but ever since this has turned into help us with our GoFundMe for our comic book series, like and subscribe. We're at seventeen thousand. Woohoo! How did that happen? Because you're punching this shit out. That's why it happened. Because there are so many stupid fucking young kids out there now who want to just be part of the group. They want to be part of the movement. They want to be part of anything because they want to belong. And unfortunately, I'm the old fart of the 80s who doesn't give a shit for this any longer because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the guys that I look up to. I'm tired of the fandoms that I love being fucking blue uh, blue bald I think is the best terminology to use. It's blue bald. It's that it's that little bit of oh yeah you like that you like that I'm done. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're blue balling everybody into believing, you know, we're going to give you some release at the end of it. It's like a blowjob stopping mid blowjob. It's like, what are you doing? Ah! No, it's it's just it's it's not. So I'm sure, I'm sure I've gained a few more fans. With I that. hope I hope um, you um, I hope you're going to sleep well tonight after all this, you know. I'm fucking. Uh, there's no way I'm sleeping in this heat. I, I'm hoping for ten o'clock, dude. So when the thunder fucking rolls and the lightning strikes, um, that I can actually let some cold air into my room. Because yeah. at the moment, my fan is supposed to be cool breeze, and all I'm doing is getting dragon's breath. Oh, <laughs> right, I'm just sat here in shorts and nothing else. Ah, lovely image. Yeah, um, yeah ladies, shorts and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Before we wrap this up, and, you know, we don't just talk about geeky stuff. I mean, that is a, a good thing that we do talk about. Um, now, as I am in the um, in the side of England and Josh in, in the side of Wales, we at this moment in time, we are going through what is probably, in a very uh, slow way, um, genocide, as given by the British government. Um, oh, we're fucked. We're, we're fucked. There's, yeah. there's no ifs and ifs, but we are fucked, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, so on the 19th of July, um, <laughs> our 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 um, twat of a uh, all, Prime Minister... Fuck out the clown. Fuck out the clown, yeah, there we go. Um, he decided that, yes, um, most restrictions are now gone in the UK. And on top of that... Masks are no longer mandatory, apparently. So, is he fucking insane? Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, this, this. As soon as he said, "Oh, oh, oh, masks, masks no longer will be needed," and you kind of just sit there going, "Are you fucking?" This man is literally worst case scenario. When the United Nations, these are the guys that literally. You know, who ran the world? These fuckers. When they and their top health uh, health guys yeah. come forward and say that this, and this is a direct quote, you can Google this, and this is a real fucking quote. When they come forward and say that this single man is a danger, not just to the country, but to the entire planet. Yes then this fucker needs to be ejected into the sun. Mm. He, he's an... Boris Johnson, right? And I don't care if fucking SWAT team comes to my house to arrest me. This is the truth. 
and I'm sure Spotify will no doubt flag this fucking uh, podcast because of facts. I'd be surprised. None but... of them have been flagged so far. So Good, because they understand my power. Um, <laughs> and let's, let's get this... I want to point this out to any Tory person out there who's a lover who's a lover of the Tories. You're a fucking idiot. You voted for this fucking genocidal madman. He doesn't care about you. If you've got children, he doesn't care about your children. He doesn't care about your income. He doesn't care about your social status. He doesn't care about your home dealing. He doesn't care that you're starving. He cares about his popularity. And that is all this Freedom Day bullshit has got to deal with is his popularity vote. Why? Because all Freedom Day does is open the floodgate to the 18 to 25 year olds because they can go out, get drunk, take drugs, have premarital sex. No doubt some of them will be pregnant by the fucking weekend is out. That's all he gives a shit about is the popularity vote. This All this Freedom Day was about is the popularity, to get the kids back into the clubs. Can we just point out as well that basically the unlocking for for Freedom Day has come when only about 60% of the 18 to 30 year olds have been vaccinated as well. Yeah, which is, again, (coughs) every time he gets challenged with any kind of You've, you've ballsed up, Boris. You fucked up. You lied. You bullshitted your way. And every time it's like, one of the fastest rollouts. Like, stop misdirecting. Stop trying to pass the blame. Fastest rollout. Okay. You said there was uh, 60 million people vaccinated in the UK, right? So let's just type into Google UK population 2021. There is 68,261,378 as of Thursday, July 22nd. So you're trying to tell me now if 60 million people have been vaccinated, that means that nearly all the UK has been fully vaccinated. You're lying through your fucking teeth. You're lying through your fucking teeth and you know you're lying through your fucking teeth. Whereas we've got a fucking wet rag by the name of Mark Drakeford as our Welsh... um, head and he's a dickhead literally he, he, he's in it because under 20 under 20 grand a year is nothing to be sniffed at and he'll try to hold on to his fucking seat as, as, as long as he possibly can because let's face it a man who doesn't care about his own nonce son doesn't give a shit about ours um not to say that i've got nonce children i'm just saying he doesn't give a shit about our children why he doesn't give a shit about his own children why the fuck would he give a shit about ours Oh, yeah, his son is a nonce. His son is a fucking nonce. And when he was asked uh, to step down to take care of his own son, he decided to say no. What does that fucking tell you about him? Everything you need to fucking know. <laughs> so, Boris Johnson, yeah, Freedom Day. How did that go How did that go down well? His own fucking health minister has now got COVID-19. Oh, are you... F- you, can't, you can't write this shit. You couldn't well, write this let's shit. Let's just put it this way. The, the history of the Conservative Party, especially in the last few weeks, you know... His previous health secretary got caught um, on some very compromising uh, CCTV. Where he was you know, let's just be honest, you know, he must um, <sighs> he must be an absolute charmer when it comes to um, his actions because his fucking words are nothing. You know, especially like when um, he can't even say track and trace. That is no. something that's quite worrying when he can't even say <clears throat> three one syllable words. You know, that's a that is very um, very. Hard to, to get through. But, you know, obviously, this woman, when you see the videos, he's, like, proper going for it. He's, like, you know, 
both arse cheeks are in hands. He's like, yep, pulling you straight up and everything. And then, like, <clears> you know, literally, the guy was basically on TV. He was whatever, doing his conference. And he said, I want to apologise. And just straight away, I thought, right, is he going to apologise to his wife for cheating on her? Is he going to apologise to his family for, you know, betraying them and basically, you know, dividing the family away? No, he apologises for breaking social distancing rules. It's like, mate, you've just done a lot fucking worse than that. And that's the one thing you're going to you're gonna pipe on about. And even Boris the fucking clown was said, was told, uh, are you going to get rid of him? Oh, no, I don't think he needs to be got rid of. He's... Um, He's a, he's a very valued... Po- he's a, no, he fucking ain't. This is a guy who said, yeah, I'm going to give £100 billion to a trace system, a system that's going to help us stop the spread of COVID. No, we got the fucking worst death rate in the whole of Europe. We've got, the, we've got more numbers here per day than fucking New Zealand or Australia have had in total. We are that's because, fucked. That's because New Zealand is run by a fucking... A, ma- a marine, a marine of a fucking prime minister. She is a fucking marine of a prime minister. I mean, when COVID was first fucking came out, the the New Zealand prime minister just went, fuck it, closed. New Zealand is closed. No one in, no one out. And she stuck to her fucking guns. And now New Zealand is COVID fucking gone. It's There's, there's no trace of it on the island. Why? It's a fucking island surrounded by water. Hmm. Why couldn't the UK do that? Why? Because Boris was there tossing off his fucking close friends because Brexit and the whole track and trace system. Multi-million pound fucking contract. It went to one of his fucking mates. Of course it did. Because the lushes in the Conservative Party all care about what fucking money is gracing their pockets. Dominic fucking Cummins. Dominic fucking Cumstain. That guy, what a dickhead. But I've got to say, he's the fucking black pawn of the entire um, cabinet because he warned Boris, if you throw me under the bus, motherfucker, I will set you on fire. And they've tried to, you know, blame him for everything. And Dominic's holding all the fucking cards right now against Boris Johnson. He is literally throwing him under the bus and I'm living for it. You look at Matt Hancock. Yeah, a Matt hand on his cock. Yeah, he apologised. He apologised because he got fucking caught. That's the only reason he was sorry. Sorry he got fucking caught. Um, you look at the lush Michael Gove. The guy looks like a fucking overinflatuated wet rag. I mean, you wouldn't trust this guy with a fucking um, a, a Cartoon Network subscription, let alone a fucking country. He looks like if Mr. Burns fucking tossed off into a salad. I mean, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm not saying about his looks or anything, but Michael Gove is the guy that said he wanted to defund schools. What a dickhead. I thought Ian Duncan Smith was the devil. This guy's a fucking dickhead. And then you've got... Uh, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to. Who's the um, you know, the, the, the budget dude, the money oh, guy. Oh, Rishi Sunak. Yeah, I, I'm not going to butcher his name. God bless you for trying. Um, I, this guy... My grandfather once said, right, don't trust millionaires who are trying to run a workers' class country because they'll just treat it as their own personal piggyback and it's the working class that feel the pinch the most. And he, he was fucking right. Millionaires who live in their mansions who are telling us to stay home. Fuck you. 
literally, you've spent thousands on takeaways to your house because Waitrose is empty. There's no food in the fucking house. Littles at the moment is a king for me. Mm. B&M's, fuck, I could live in B&M's. Um, Waitrose is fucking no food on the shelf. Why? Because Brexit. That was a great idea, wasn't it, Boris, you fucking dickhead? I mean, everybody that voted Tory who voted Brexit, way to go. Fantastic. Oh, but we're at the EU. Do you know what percentage of things that come to the UK is from the EU? 70%? Hmm. And they said, oh, if we were still in the EU, um, we wouldn't have had the, fax, the fastest vaccine rollout. Yes, you would have, because you would have worked with the fucking EU. You worked against them when this whole vaccine came out. That's why the EU panicked, because you literally worked against them to get the vaccine. You stopped them. So, of course, there's going to be repercussions. Um, I'm not a massive fan of Emmanuel uh, Emmanuel Macron, the fucking uh, French prime minister, because he's an absolute cock. But he's got some points that make sense. The whole Brussels, the European Union, I think is run by bureaucrats, cheats, liars, and everything else. But the UK has to be in the EU to keep them in their place. Because, let's face it, Farage is a dickhead. We know he is. But when it came to him standing up against the EU, he was the necessary evil. Mm. Now, without a necessary evil in the EU, they get to run wild. And that's the problem. We should never have left the EU. There should never have been a Brexit because now we are literally worse off than we've ever been, ever been. And Boris Johnson has let in the Delta variant or as everybody's calling it, the Boris variant, because this fucking thing is going to kill every, this thing is going to kill us all. And they said, oh, we're going to bring out a booster. Really? And what's going to happen when uh, the Boris 4.0 comes out and you're going to it's going to turn into the Crippen virus and we're going to be I am legend within a couple of years um, or worse, the walking dead. Mind you, it's not so bad to just wrap a few bits of barbed wire on a baseball bat and go to town. We've Mm. been, you know, most of us geeks have been fucking training for it for fucking decades. Let's face it, guaranteed. And if it does fucking happen, it's not going to happen. But, you know, even Mm. if it did happen. Everybody would be so excited that it's happening, hmm. yet the people that are so excited that it's happening are usually going to be the first ones to die. Yeah. Um, just very quickly, I've got some um, points about Boris Johnson, because apparently today marks the, I think it's like near enough like two-year mark when he first became Prime Minister and you know started the, um, the UK's descent into hell. Um, how many how many deaths? Come on, shock me. It's not even about the deaths, it's about some of the comments that were made. Um... Marcus Sutherland referenced the fact that Boris Johnson said he'd rather be dead in a ditch than go and ask Brussels for a delay to Brexit. But uh, apparently, delayed Brexit requested repeated delays to the process around 10 times. Um, And he commented, Dear Boris, have you not found that ditch yet? Um, Carol Stewart she asked about one of the enduring slogans of the Brexit campaign, saying, We send the EU £350 million a week. Let's fund our NHS instead. So, the NHS, um, if anyone who is part of the NHS is listening to this podcast, please tell me, how are you spending that £350 million quid a week? 
because you know I'd like to hear how that money's going because I haven't heard anything so I'm assuming that it must have all gone smoothly well uh, well yeah um let's see and then you've got um Dode Muir Muir well, I can't, can't pronounce his name properly um said don't Blame Boris. Blame the fools who voted him into power. It certainly was not anyone in Scotland. Mm. And then, Joe, you know what you mentioned about the um, obviously like the Wales minister, and then obviously you've got Nicola Sturgeon, who's the Scottish first minister. I said this before, and someone really took offence to it. I said it's it's kind of like like you know you've got your prime minister, you've got Boris Johnson, and then like you've got almost like three subsidiaries, and it's like yeah, this is your bit you control. You don't really control it, but this is the bit you control. I'll still overrule you, whatever you say, because I don't give a shit. But you know, that's your patch. Um, it's like you know you may be you may be the dealers, but I'm the kingpin when it comes to this shit. That's what it feels like, anyway. Hmm. Um, and then, do you know what? I, 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 I try not to be too political, but you can't help it in this time and in this state of the world. Boris Johnson has basically just fucked up so much for this country. I can't even think of one positive from his tenure as Prime Minister. Well, can't think of one positive from Boris Johnson, you know. And this is a guy who basically said, we must respect the rules. When it came to the whole lockdown, he said there are no exceptions. Everyone must follow the rules. Unless you're a friend of him, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want. And do you know what? Anyone else, and this is going back to Dominic Cummings, anyone else who said, I got in the car with my wife and my child and I drove around to test my eyesight, anyone else did that, they would have been fucking thrown in prison. They would have been locked away, and the key would have been just, you know, just discarded into another dimension. They never, they'd never be allowed to see the light of day again, because not only is that stupid, dangerous, and just completely idiotic, but it just, it, it, it just makes everyone else think, what? Why? Why, why could someone just say that and get away with it? It's, it's baffling, you know. Joe, what? Shall I go Specsavers? Nah, fuck it, I'll get in me 4x4, four four, you know. Um, oh, I hope no one's on the road, because, uh, you know, this could get a bit messy. Um, no. <sighs> yeah, take your kids, dude. Take take your kids. Have a great day out. Locked out of bridge. Yeah, and well. just imagine that. Um, yeah, son, I'm going to teach you something very important today. Yes, what's that, Dad? I'm going to show you how much of a prick I can be and how I'm going to fuck over 68 million people. Here we go. Um... <laughs> I'm just it's 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 one rule for us it's one rule for them why because it's it's the old it's the old fashioned golden rule whoever has the gold makes the rules and do you know what I remember so vividly from that first lockdown and I honestly thought of all the people that have put in so much you know have done everything they can to protect their loved ones you know I, I even know people that were only like four or five doors down from from like their family, from vulnerable family members, but they weren't mm. even going near them because they said, you know, I don't want to do anything that could potentially cause harm to them because, you know, we really didn't know anything about this virus. We just knew how dangerous it was and how fast it was growing. 
But yeah. we have this fucking cockweasel who decided, yes, I'm going to be above the rules. I'm then going to get the rules rewritten so it looks like I was doing the right thing. And then the government really shot themselves in the foot because of no money coming into the economy. Everything was shutting down. One thing they were relying on was this whole thing with COVID fines because they were going to go, right, we're going to charge people that have broken COVID rules. And one of them was about travelling, unnecessary travel. And because they said, oh, yes, you know, what Dominic Cummings did was within the rules and it fucking wasn't, they then had to go back on all these people that had been fined for breaking the rules because they said, well, it was necessary because of A, B or C. And the government lost millions and millions of pounds because they had to refund these fines, all to protect their fucking friend who has still stabbed them in the back. You know, yep. that is that oh. is purely that is purely just just poetry in motion. There, you know, they did oh. everything they could to keep Dominic Cummings in their side to try and keep him sweet because they knew that you know if he lifted the lid, that lid would never be able to come back on. That would be shit central and because they did that they fucked up so many other things people the the very little faith that anyone had in this government that they had in the rules with you know keeping to what we should be doing that just went out the window i mean come on look at the bank holiday weekends last year when they were saying you know please don't go to the beach there was thousands upon thousands of people going to the beaches, you know, you have people that were just completely ignoring social distancing. You have police officers, uh, police officers, officers, uh, officers. Jesus, I ain't even been drinking. Um, we've had it police. Was me, dude. I know. Um, we have police officers who couldn't even stop people. They couldn't even take people away. They couldn't enforce any law because you know you've got like a dozen or so police officers. You've got forty thousand people on a fucking beach. You know, you've got crowds and crowds of people on South End Beach. You've got. So many hundreds of thousands of people on Brighton Beach, in Bournemouth, in every fucking place you can think of, people wanted to soak up the sun. And it's like, well, no one cares about the fucking rules when it comes to the government. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And you know what? As much as them people are a load of pricks, you can't help but take on what they've said and you go, actually, Joe, what? I agree with you. I really shouldn't because you are endangering yourself and you're endangering many other people. But I do get your point. You know, the government don't give a fuck. They've basically threw themselves under a bus to protect someone who was going to fucking blow the government wide open. And it's still happening. The only problem is, is this is going far too slow. Boris Johnson should be out of the fucking cabinet. He should be out of power now. Not in a week's time, not in a month's time, not in however long this investigation goes on or the supposed um, inquiry that's going to come in 2022 to the government's dealing of the COVID situation. It needs to happen now because this fucker has killed so many people. He's let so many people die. And if his comments are true about the over 80s as well, I tell you what, I hope you fucking go to hell, mate. And I hope you fucking burn for eternity because saying something like that... Saying, oh, you know, it's only the over-80s that are dying, you know, oh, they've lived past their life expectancy. (laughs) What do you fucking know? What do you fucking know? You know, some of these people probably not even had any interaction with people for months, for years. These people probably not had any chance to even have anything of a life. And when you think of the old and the vulnerable who couldn't even, who still can't even go out now because you're getting so many of them that are still being told, oh, you know, while the situation is like this, please do not go out. 
So we've had people that have been like nearly a year and a half stuck indoors, not being able to see friends or family, not being able to interact with people. And some of these people are within this category that you believe are okay to die. Tell you what, Boris Johnson, fuck off. Really fuck off. Go somewhere and never fucking return. Tell you what, go to one of them countries where it's literally inhabited by savages who would tear apart a white man as soon as they step foot onto the island. You fucking deserve it. I'll tell you what, if that doesn't get blocked by Spotify, nothing will. No, I think we're fucked either way there. <laughs> and just in case anyone does say it, um, I do not wish any... And I, I've had to say this before. I do not wish any pain or any infliction or anything to anyone and i've even said this before when someone has um you know it's obviously not been said seriously but when someone says oh you know i wish death upon someone no never wish death upon anyone not even the worst fucking scum in the world i would say that you know teach her a lesson yeah that's one thing but never ever wish to inflict death upon anyone else because that is a line that you never want to cross I can think of a few people I wish fucking turmoil and salt in their wound fucking death to, because at the moment all he's done is fuck <sighs> fuck everything else around this fucking place and all because hands face ass, no, 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 track entrance, oh, no, no, stay at home fuck you Boris, that's as far as your mindset can go, it's three words a second why? because you're a fucking dick so far Keir Starmer has said the one the, the, the three words that he needs to do get a grip Mm. The, the, the sooner we hold a general election right to get him the fuck out the better because at the moment it, it, you know everybody says of oh, the dark times you know before the empire we are literally in it right now and he's sitting there going <laughs> while he's tossing himself off with his new fucking secretary wife while his you know ex-wife who's dying of fucking cancer is wondering where she went wrong because this dickhead Oh, I'm, I'm. Every time somebody says, "Oh yeah, go on, Boris, you're doing a great job." What coke have you been snorting, and what fucking planet have you been living on? Because it's definitely not this one. Do you know this was something that um, someone at work said to me, and um, I had to kind of get where her mindset was going, because she just answered her own question. She said. What the hell Boris seems to always get with so many women? And then literally, without skipping a beat, she went, he must have a massive cock. Doubtful. And I went, what? She went, well, that's the only reason some women must be going after him, because, you know, he looks like, he looks like a fucking, like, anemic badger, so he must be, he must have, like, a big penis. So I went, hmm, I don't really want to picture that. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Obviously, no. there must be something there because you know even that even Joe. You know the one of my favourite ones was that Jennifer R. Curie, the one who you know for for months and months said no, nothing ever happened between me and Boris, nothing ever. And then like all of a sudden, she tried selling her story to the newspaper. Yes, me and Boris did have a fair. It's like no one fucking cares. We all know you just played stupid with it, and now that you're trying to sell your story, no one wants to listen to you. No. Mm -hmm. <sighs> it's just oh. I just everybody says they want to get back to normal at the moment this is normal mm. this is normal and this sucks this is just yeah well I tell you what once this um, and bearing in mind this is 
what around half ten on Friday night at the moment. And you know, I am I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, and I'm doing this very safely tomorrow. Me and a group of friends, we're staying within our own bubble. We're all going to test beforehand as well, so we make sure that we're not spreading anything when we go out. We're going to be going to a pub, and we're going to basically just drink away the last few months of agony, the last few months of worries and stress, and just trying to enjoy ourselves because you know. People are going out and they're causing fist fights. They're they're smashing up property. They're doing stupid things like you know breaking into Wembley Stadium to go and watch a football match, calling themselves fans, and then hailing racist taunts against three young guys who are better fucking footballers than these people could ever even dream of. And then you know we have certain circumstances where you know we've had people that are. You know, so stupid. Like the last few months when we've had the the anti-vaxxers. Oh no, I can't have a can't have a vaccine like this because you know if I have this, I'm going to be 5G enabled. China's going to know everything I'm doing. Bill Gates is going to be able to track every movement. Nope, you're fucking talking out your ass. And then you got the anti-maskers. You know, the people going, oh no, I can't have a mask on. It'll stop me breathing. No, it won't. It's absolute bollocks. You can breathe just as well with a mask on. Unless, put it this way, you probably put worse things down your throat every single day, you fucker. So I tell you what, having a bit of cloth over your mouth is not going to be the worst thing. It's probably not even going to reach your top 20 of things that you've had go over your face. And, you know, just, just, just this world has been so fucking stupid. I just want something that's going to be a bit of good, a bit of... Bit of like, bit of like reality again. And if that's just going out with a few friends, having some drinks, and just you know being able to basically have a non-recorded version of all things up, I think that's going to be it. Well, pretty much, yeah. But I'm I'm sorry, dude. But anytime somebody says to me about oh, football games and everything, you know the the violence and the shit and the everything else that's going on. Yeah. I've seen you going. Do you know the most arguments I've ever had in a fucking Comic Con is over who got the better fucking answer on a uh, Cards Against Humanity fucking game? Uh, Literally, who's who, who's is the fu- who, who's is the more funnier? And that's the only argument I've ever had during a Comic Con is where <laughs> I feel that my answer was funnier than the person that was chosen. That's literally as far as I go. Otherwise, it's just you're all there to have a bit of fun. So what's the point in bringing some kind of bullshit to a situation where you don't need to? But uh, at the moment, everybody's like, oh, but it's you, you, we're at home. It's San Diego Comic Con from the home. It's like, who fucking cares? You're still at home watching the TV. Mm. I mean, it's like Big Brother. You're at, ha- you're at a house watching people sitting in a house. Ha- uh, one of my friends goes, oh, my God, I'm so invested in Love Island. Why? Oh, because it's it's so important. It's like, no, it's not. It's 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 people that you know society has told you are pretty and you should be, and they're just yeah. talking about fucking um, each other. I um, mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, Love Island. You know, I I don't get that hype. I I, and I think it's a load of bollocks. So I mean, to people who like it, and you know, for some people that is probably like their respite for the week. That's something that get a life. You know, Something that probably makes themselves feel better because they look at these idiots. That's fine. Get a life. But to me, but to me, I'd rather drag myself across sandpaper with it all hanging out. Let's just put it that oh, way. I'd I'd rather get a prostate exam from fucking Captain Hook. Oh, I don't know. I think Freddy Krueger might be a bit more intense. No, I'd rather have a wank off Freddy Krueger. At least then it'll be over quickly. <laughs> oh. 
honestly, what anybody says, I watch Love Island. What for? Oh, it's interesting. Do you know what else is interesting? Well, a colonoscopy from Captain Hook. <sighs> Just, oh, I, I'm, I, I'm done. I'm done. I had my rant, I've had my rage, and I'm still having to deal with this fucking shit on Twitter. And it just, may- honestly, dude, some of the the people that I've I've got to have to school is just unbelievable. I mean, one of my friends, uh, David Schiffler, um, he's a he's a Kevin Smith guy as well, um, and he put up a, a, a statement under Kevin's about the amount of hate and shit he's getting, and you know, I, I had to back up my guys you know because you know all for one and one for all and this i'm not going to say his name because i don't want him to get fucking any kind of more popular oh he's got 146 followers who fucking cares um he's going on about it's it's a shira reboot that's fine just be honest about it obviously hasn't seen it um he goes on about uh fragile male ego uh you don't get it there was already a strong women woman heroine in the 80s her name was shira that's just got nothing to do with uh, Master of the Universe at all. Nobody wanted or needed a Tila superstar would be She-Ra, He-Man replacement. That's not what happens in the series. Um, the point is, though, Motu is dead already. Good job. What? This, what's that got to do anything? And he completely destroys his own argument by saying, you're right, it will at least be, alas, successful as the female Ghostbusters reboot. Any argument he's got now after that is completely mute because... That's what he's basing Mass of the Universe off, is the Ghostbusters female reboot, which has got nothing to do with Revelations. And he's just shown his card, or her card, or their card, or whatever these days. I can't keep up with the fucking um, pronouns, or... Oh, I don't know. I don't care. I'm too old to deal with this shit. I don't need more... I don't need a cardiac arrest for it. I think Eddie Izzard always put it best, you know. Doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, or a toaster. You be you. I'm just... These are just... And speaking of toaster, um, you know, you you are starting to sound quite toasted. Oh, man, I'm baked as fuck. Yes. So... It, yes, um, yes. did you not know um, Josh's rap name was Hash Brown? Absolutely. Oh, Hash, <laughs> fucking not Hash Brown, no fucking hell. Raw rolled. <laughs> Absolutely, raw rolled. Well, do you know what? We've had near enough two and a half hours of moaning and, uh, you know, pulling apart, you know, geekdom, uh, pulling apart the government. And... I've, got a great, I've got a great sign off as well, if you're ready for this. Oh, do you know what? Let's, um, let's, let's very quickly, before I get your sign off, I'll just say for anyone who's not seen it yet, watch Loki. I know we've kind of already spoiled it, but watch Loki because if you're invested in the MCU, fucking watch it. Okay, sign off time. All right, so here we go. There's a sign off. Go watch Master of the Universe Revelations. It's on Netflix right now. Have your own opinion. Don't follow the herd. And here's the sign off. Are we all ready? Yeah, go on. We're hanging on, tender hooks. I'll tell you what, the distortion on that was unbelievable. <laughs> feel a lot better now.
honestly do it. These peons I'm having to fucking deal with on Twitter are just unbelievable. These these fuckers just don't don't. They they're given this spouting opinion without actually having an opinion. They're just following the click. They're following the suit. Like once again, like lemmings about to fall off a cliff, and it's really sad. It's like for fuck's sake, go watch the thing. That's how I know this asshole hasn't seen the series because he just told me about fucking Ghostbusters reboot. That's how I know this asshole hasn't seen the show. You can follow John Joe on Twitter at John Joe Cosgrove or on the All Things Suck Facebook page. Wait a minute. All Things Suck. Are you trying to say I suck, John Joe? I've never been so insulted in my life.